Hare Krishna Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita So today we will be discussing a very important section of the Bhagavad Gita Chapter 6 verses 41 through 45 And this is about Krishna's insurance policy For anyone who takes to the path of spiritual advancement Authorized path of spiritual advancement So this is where uh, we will study what happens to a person Even though he may be not perfect in spiritual realization, transcendental realization. So what happens to him? Right? We'll say our Mangalacharan prayers and we will quickly get to the topic. We have a lot to cover actually today, five verses. Normally I don't do this with Bhagavad Gita sessions, um, but this is basically about the same topic, so I just wanted to cover everything together. Alright. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaratha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Just a second So <clears throat> So today is a very important topic as we have said in the beginning So this is the path of a transcendentalist and how Krishna personally takes care of a person who at least um, expresses interest in the path of spiritual realization. Even the slightest, slightest effort, slightest inclination towards this path is protected by Krishna. And we will see exactly how it happens because sometimes we have our own ways of thinking uh, on how this happens and if it doesn't seem to happen that way we tend to sometimes doubt Krishna and his insurance policy <laughs> basically so we will get to it um, one second 
<clears throat> so today again we don't have I cannot show my iPad screen vertically here which is our usual way of presentation uh, because it's, it's still not resolved yet so we will just be showing our computer screen our laptop screen so bear with it <laughs> all right text 41 so today I'll be going a little bit like the Chaitanya Charitamrita style where I'll be just be chanting a shloka reading the translation going through the purport and if anything we'll stop there and then go one by one all the way through five verses so it's a lot to cover let's quickly begin 6.41 Prapya Punya Kritam Lokan Ushitva Shashwati Samaha Shuchinam Shrimatam Gehe Yoga Brashto Bhijayate Prapya After achieving Punya Kritam of those who performed pious activities Lokan Planets Ushitva After dwelling Shashwati Many Shashwati means actually for eternity but in this way in this context it is for very very long time samaha years shuchi naam of the pious shri matam of the prosperous gehe in the house yoga bhrashtaha one who has fallen from the path of self realization abhijayate takes his birth Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai The unsuccessful yogi, after many many years of enjoyment on the planets of the pious living entities, is born into a family of righteous people or into a family of rich aristocracy. Purport The unsuccessful yogis are derived into two classes. Let's see how they okay. The unsuccessful yogis are divided into two classes. One is fallen after very little progress, and one is fallen after long practice of yoga. So from here we can understand that we can fall at any time if we are not careful. Um, what is that? Kshurasya Dhara Nishito Duratyaya. Shurasyadhara Nishito Duratyaya Durgam Pathasthat Kavayo Vadanti So it is said in the Vedas, in the Rig Veda, that um, this path of spiritual realization is very sharp. It's like a razor's edge. You know, for those who shave, they will understand. You know, it's um, the razor we use. If it's a little, in, if you're a little inattentive, it can cut and blood will come out immediately. So we have to be very careful. We are dealing with a dangerous thing, but it is also useful at the same time. Uh, but we have to be careful how to use it so that it will only uh, result in beneficial result rather than um, a detrimental or a painful result. Right? So the yogi who... Um, so at any time we can fall down basically. But if one has achieved the lotus feet of Krishna, that means he has established his personal relationship with Krishna. Um, then he will not fall down. And even if one is in second class platform, he will not fall down. Nishtha. There is a stage called Nishtha in the, in the advancement of the devotee. There is first Adho Shraddha 
first in the beginning there is a preliminary faith that this process is something good um, then there is sadhu sangha so immediately when you understand that hey this is good i have to follow bhagavad gita i have to follow the uh, krishna consciousness then one next will look out for the association where he can associate with such devotees and learn more that is sadhu sangha next stage and then bhajana kriya so once we hear from the sadhus about the importance then our conviction grows then we want to apply ourselves to the process until then we are checking out but then once we are convinced to a certain degree yes i am convinced i want to i want to do this um then we commit so that is called initiation diksha process where we surrender to the uh, tutelage of a spiritual master and we surrender it's it's not like oh i go to school and come back and then not like that it's a full self surrender to the spiritual master and get trained under him how to progress in our spiritual life our devotional service and in this process because of our past habits past associations we still have the influence of the three modes of material nature goodness passion and ignorance these three modes so in the mode of goodness it is very more sober a person is you know steady sober and you know controlled in his mind and senses in the mode of passion one is a little more agitated easily and um, you know pride comes in and in the mode of ignorance there is quarrel and there is you know uh, violence so all kinds of people sometimes take them i mean apply themselves to krishna consciousness so in this process of bhajana kriya there is uh, anartha nivritti after bhajana kriya start, when we apply ourselves then anartha nivritti the dirty things in the heart get one by one cleansed hmm. so that means in the association of devotees we may commit offense in the in the beginning we are, because we are in the third class neophyte beginner we unknowingly or knowingly commit offenses whether by mind body or words so with those offenses our spiritual life is like a roller coaster roller coaster so and when we are in this stage we can fall down and this anartha nivritti stage can be very long depending on how much we surrender if we surrender more then it will be less then we'll quickly go to the nishtha platform but if we don't surrender so much if we want to keep our comfort zone and you know don't want to surrender to guru and krishna then anartha nivritti stage will be very long sometimes spanning even a few lifetimes or many many lifetimes or it can fin- be finished in one second as prabhupad said so anartha nivritti depends on our surrender ye yatha mam prapadyante tam stathaiva bhajamy aham krishna says in the bhagavad gita 4 chapter 11th verse as much as we surrender so much he rewards so reward means not simply a material reward you know we get something um, wealth no not this kind of reward reward and spiritual uh, advancement how advanced we become depends on how much we surrender hmm. that's why sometimes it is said when a person gives a say, say a donation to krishna krishna does not see how much we give krishna sees how much we keep so that would mean how much percentage of what we have we are giving to krishna so that is surrender how much percentage of what we are allotted actually it is not ours our wealth is not ours it is allotted to us by krishna now krishna wants to see how much of it you are willing to give back it's not you giving you you doing a favor to krishna no you're giving back to krishna and 
reducing <laughs> um, your um, um, what is that uh, classification as a thief because we are all classified as thieves here in the material world we want to enjoy somebody else's property krishna's property so whatever we have even with our so called hard earned money hard earned wealth it is not our property because with what did we do our hard work with our body with our mind with our intelligence but who gave us those things our body is not our property hmm. we did not own it we did not if we did if we really do own it we will we will be uh, the ones calling the shots or calling the terms and conditions we would want to keep it forever right who wants to give it up but because we don't own it the owner when he says okay get out of this body we will have to get out we are a tenant here we are not the owner but we are thinking we are and whatever we have as if we built this in one sense we desired it but krishna has to give us the facility huh? so to um use it right so ultimately he is the owner even with our hard earned money that hard earning the hard work can only be done with the facility given by krishna the body the mind if a mind is suppose we go into depression we cannot function if we get disease in the body we cannot function if we go para- paralysis we cannot function so all these things we don't have control of if we say that our father and mother are the owner of this body because they produced they had zero idea how it happened they only had intercourse that's it after that nobody knows how how the fingers are coming all these things is beyond our control it's only krishna is controlling through the agency of maya the material nature so people say scientists say or oh, nature natural what what is nature nature is a machine built by krishna hmm so just like a, a, a machine may look like it's working automatically sometimes nowadays they say artificial intelligence in fact i wrote an article uh, in our magazine called the artificial intelligence um of god the artificial intelligence technology of god something like that so <clears throat> in this i have mentioned so artificial intelligence when you see a robot having artificial intelligence and does amazing tasks it is because it's not real intelligence it is an intelligence that is fed to it by a person with real intelligence why it is called artificial intelligence because it's not intelligent it's not intelligent it is the in the intelligence of a of a real person is invested with of course now the way they do it is feeding data and all these things but krishna's ai it works differently he doesn't need need to feed ai or something he just wills and it works this is way more advanced way more advanced than modern scientists so the nature seems to work automatically like if you if you can train a robot to paint a picture it can do the, the te- te- technology is already within our reach now if if somebody wants to do it if if a robot has to draw a nice painting it can do how it can do because um of course the way the scientists do is you know they feed so many you know scenery pictures and this and that this and that and this, the robot is studies the 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 proportions and everything you know it, there's a whole program how the your robot can be trained to identify what is the scenery and if you give it the necessary tools it can do it so similarly the nature so called nature 
paints this world with colors with with you know nice sceneries nice scenic you know, so many nice nice scenic locations the countries they are promoting them as their own tourist locations you know they are proud of their you know uh, natural you know beauty or whatever but they did not create they just drew a line and they said this is my own country that's what they said but they did not create those beauties who created it's he is the owner if i say if, if you are an artist and you draw a nice painting you know beautiful painting and i take and then this is mine come and see this and if you see this you you will have to pay ticket maybe 100 dollars to see this painting are i drew it what are you making money for huh? is this fair it's not fair so similarly tourist attractions the countries are doing all rubbish because is painted by krishna through his artificial intelligence called maya that's why we said nature nature you know this is all nature nature is nothing but the artificial intelligence system of krishna and that system is so powerful srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka chhaye vayasya bhuvanani bibharti durga ichhanu rupam api yasya chacheshtate sa govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami she is called durga and it's a it's, it can be termed as artificial intelligence can be termed termed as virtual reality because when you wear those virtual reality glasses and you know you 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 feel like you're in an environment that is totally not where you are right the vr goggles i don't know if you if you, if you know what i'm talking about i think some of you might know so there is now this you know you can wear it and then you you will be seeing everything like as if and now it is they do games also with this you know they play some games so you can actually feel like you're somewhere of course you can't smell though but krishna's ai uh, virtual reality system this maya is so good that you can smell you can taste you can everything all the senses actually can interact and you can do some um, you know make some result in this world some effect so this is like the virtual reality of krishna and this is like the <coughs> artificial intelligence system of krishna that is this maya and srishti sthiti pralaya the creation the maintenance the cycles that it goes through and then the destruction in the end everything is within the system it's a, such an elaborate system we can't even fathom where it begins yet we are completely immersed in that system right now we are put into the system and we don't even know who we are it's so just like when you're in the you know when you're in this this virtual reality environment you, you don't even know where you are and where you are what you're doing almost if you if you are sufficiently long enough in that virtual reality environment we don't you forget even who you are and where you are everything hmm. so that's exactly how we are right now hmm. so anyway coming back to the point the this ups and downs that happen anartha nivritti because we get you know pulled by this different modes of material nature that we are influenced uh, that we are under the influence of we are sometimes under the mode of goodness under the mode of ignorance sometimes passion that's why there is mood swings what is this mood swing it's coming under the different modes influence of modes sometimes passion sometimes ignorance sometimes goodness so there is a general mood of a person general characteristics and the person has different moods it's like climate and weather climate climatic condition of a certain place like singapore is a tropical country 
and fairly it will be the this you can expect what is the climate of this country if you go to say russia you can expect that it is generally going to be cold but how cold the details or sometimes it's snowing sometimes it's raining sometimes it's sunny so these things are weather so some they change on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis and then there are seasons which are a little more um you know long term but then there is general climatic condition of that place it is um it is uh, freezing cold i mean it's usually very cold cold is like a it's like a thing that will exist all throughout it's just that <laughs> sometimes i went to russia in 2016 five years back i think five to six five to five years back then um they said there are there are two seasons in russia winter and bad winter that's it <laughs> so there's so called summer is winter is for our for us it's like winter um but bad winter well that's actual winter for them so for us it's like everything is colder so that's how it is so anyway so that's how we are generally under the mo- under the certain combination of the modes but sometimes it fluctuates here and there that's the mood but all this is enacted under the three modes of material nature and in the third class platform when we are a beginning devotee this anarthas anartha means unwanted dirty things in the heart abhadrani in other um, bhagavatam verse it is mentioned abhadrani vidhunoti suhrit satam so this anartha nivritti nivritti means to uh, cl- uh, cleanse ourselves of this Uh, dirty things that will happen when we t- continue to take to this process it will take some time one second is enough but usually we are not that um, surrendered so we have to be patient and we have to be executing this process and gradually we will get to the point of 100% surrender when we get to that stage it becomes nishtha nishtha actually this is not yet 100% surrender it is actually 75% prabhupad said in one lecture that's why it said nashta prayeshu abhadreshu in 1218 of bhagavatam in nashta prayesh prayesh means almost completely destroyed all the dirty things in the heart when when we you know get to hear about krishna consciousness then nashta prayeshu abhadreshu so almost completely destroyed all the dirty things in the heart are almost completely destroyed that means prabhupada explained that this is about 75% destroyed so rest 25% will still be there until we come to the platform of prema so adav shraddha beginning preliminary faith then there is sadhu sangha then there is bhajana kriya engagement in devotional service then there is anarthanivritti dirty things in the heart one by one so how these dirty things in the heart will come out what is the meaning of coming out or cleansing so our convictions um, become better in krishna consciousness and then we give up our base qualities as we associate with the you know uh, process of krishna consciousness and sometimes we fall back so many times we fall back you know go fall back to our previous mentality previous uh, uh, habits previous behavior so sometimes we may commit offenses to devotees offenses to the dham the holy place or our seva aparadh dham aparadh vaishnava aparadh naam aparadh um uh, what is that um, so many aparadhs are there like this so 
and there are many in number each of them so all these we have to get rid of but in the beginning we are not we commit this apra so that's why we fall 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 many times we fall it doesn't mean that once i commit an apra oh i'm condemned that's it i'm uh, let me go to hell no we have to just pick ourselves up and continue continue and then um become repentant for the faults that we commit faults that we have the misbehaviors the whatever we do we have to become repentant oh i should not have done that i will apologize to this person you know like that we have to always repent we have to be in the repentant mood oh i have done wrong we have to accept that we have done wrong first the first step to solving a problem is to identify first of all that there is one that there is a problem in the first place that is the first step to solve a problem and if you don't even recognize that there is a problem we cannot solve it so first of all i have to understand that i have a problem now if i am not, if i don't have a problem i shouldn't be in the material world why am i punished in this material world material world as i said is a prison house hmm it's not i said it's krishna saying dukhalayam ashashvatam it's a dukhalayam it's a place of misery just like prison house is not a place where you can expect happiness it's a place of punishment misery um extreme control lack of freedom these come with a prison prison term so we are in a prison house that's why it's called dukhalayam krishna has already said this in the bhagavad gita 8.15 so uh, we cannot expect that we are all the way happy but we want to be so in this prison house there is going to be so much um, you know turmoil and sometimes we may lose our cool so this is where anartha nivritti so we fall and then we repent and then we are corrected by other devotees sometimes we don't even know we are at fault we don't even realize uh, so then the devotees will help us so then slowly there is in this way anartha nivritti happens and then one comes to the point of nishtha means fixed up devotional service unfailing in all circumstances no matter what zero fluctuations in devotional service steady absolutely steady so that is nishtha platform uh, that's when one will never fall down until then until one comes to the nishtha platform one will fall down so but there have been instances where people have crossed the nishtha platform also and still fell down because after nishtha there is ruchi there is taste there is a taste for this krishna consciousness a, a natural relish will awaken in the heart and then there is nishtha um, ruchi stataha then asakti spontaneous attraction for krishna spontaneous attraction to um, devotional service to krishna without anybody even um, recommending to us or without anybody you know pushing us uh, goading us we automatically will want to serve krishna and in fact we want to see we are anxious in fact at that time we will become anxious to serve krishna and to expand the service of krishna asakti then bhava it intensifies even more into spiritual emotions these are not material emotions they may resemble material emotions in the matter of fear or in the matter of ecstasy in the matter of i mean happiness in the matter of anxiety in the matter of ghastliness it may resemble but it's completely different from material emotions um, so this bhava will awaken and then finally it intensifies even more 
it's like milk when you boil it down boil it down it becomes thick and thick and becomes sweet rabri uh, rabri sweet is done like that with sugar with cooked down milk so when the sweet is made with cooked down milk it tastes absolutely delicious so prema is like that absolutely cooked down milk um cooked down uh, devotional service krishna consciousness very very and at that time one establishes one's relationship with krishna either in the forms of dasya sakya vatsalya madhurya or sometimes even shanta so these are different gradations it means in neutrality in servitude in friendship or in parental love or in conjugal love one's relationship with krishna is established so until then one can fall down and it is said that bilumangal thakur fell down from the stage of bhava and even bharat maharaj almost fell down from the stage of bhava so these things are also noted so although they came pass through the nishtha stage if one is not careful until he reaches the you know shuddha prema um, love of god he, he can fall down in fact we can always fall down we fell down from the spiritual world so we are not achyuta achyuta means one who never falls down that is only krishna we are chuta we can we are fallible so theoretically we can fall down from any position even from prema we can if we if we really want if we want to misuse our independence we can jain vijay fell down hmm. so these things are there so but there's very little chance there to fall down but it can still happen shurasya dhara it is very sharp little inattention it'll cut so like that um so that's why it is said here the unsuccessful yogis are divided into two classes one is fallen after very little progress and one is fallen after long practice of yoga so this is the long practice is you know in the nishtha platform or even more or even close to nishtha platform one has done for a long time so the yogi who falls after a short period of practice goes to the higher planets where the pious living entities are allowed to enter even after short amount of practice if he falls down still he goes to the heavenly planets whereas the materialists they always do very very pompous sacrifices to go to the heavenly planets whereas a devotee who even falls down who who does not do it properly he goes to the heavenly planets that much powerful this devotional service or krishna consciousness is after prolonged life there in the heavenly planets one is sent back again to this planet to take birth in the family of a righteous brahmana vaishnava or of aristocratic merchants where you have a lot of wealth so that you don't have to worry about poverty and you can use your extra wealth to propagate krishna consciousness and be comfortable without having any miserable conditions just like in the heavenly planets also there's no miserable conditions so like that one is given this chance so that we can fully concentrate on krishna consciousness because you see when we say to you know people that chant hare krishna they say i have to work from morning to night you know like 8 to 10 to 12 hours including the commute maybe even more than that sometimes so but if one's um financial situation is not as con- uh, not as that much of a constraint then one can spend a lot of time in spiritual realization so it's an advantage and whatever extra wealth he has it becomes an asset for uh, employing it in the service of krishna rather than um, becoming uh, uh, what is that um how to say entangled by it but there is also the risk that i may not take it that way and i can actually fall into the trap of the wealth and become 
derailed from the path of krishna consciousness that also can happen if that happens then krishna will next life or even in this life take away our wealth and we when we are poverty stricken then we are forced to um, undergo tapasya and the tapasya will purify us and we automatically will become humble also our pride is smashed when we are poor and then humility is what eventually will attract the lord so he wants the humility so if the humility is not there because of wealth then he will take away the wealth and make us humble because that's what really matters uh, character hmm. so if you have to surrender to someone you have to become humble if you are not humble how can you surrender to someone and it's voluntary surrender it's not gunpoint surrender it's not that oh gun okay surrender now you want you can do but who will voluntarily surrender to someone unless he becomes humble that's why trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari chaitanya mahaprabhu said we have to become humbler than the blade of grass grass everybody tramples the grass it doesn't protest hey how can you step on me no he'll just bow down in fact it will just bow down and tarorapi sahishnuna one has to be tolerant <clears throat> like a tree hmm. even though people may cut you so many seasonal changes happen from hot to cold to rain to snow to ice he has to weather all the storms and sometimes storm actually um typhoon so he has to weather everything and at the same time give shade to others and give fruits give flowers for the benefit of others so trees by nature especially if it's a good tree which has something to offer like a flower our a fruit you know so it, it is charitable by nature yagya dana tapah karma pavanani manishinam see and that purifies the living entity because he does something in charity and if a devotee takes that charity and offers to krishna oh then the tree jumps in the evolution cycle many many millions ahead millions of years ahead you see 18.5 bhagavad gita yagya dana tapah karma natyajyam karyam eva tat yagyodanam tapaschayva pavana animanishinam acts of sacrifice charity and penance are not to be given up they must be performed indeed sacrifice charity and penance purify even the great souls what to speak of even the narottama the, the greatest of souls you know nara uttama nara means man uttama means highest the best of men they also get purified even the great souls pavanani mahishinam what about the naradham or even the naradham means the worst of man mankind or even animals or trees so the, so the um, souls who have these things like cows for example they give milk which are, which is extremely useful in the worship of krishna in the form of ghee in the form of many milk preparations so there's a very good chance a cow can become a nice devotee in the next life because some of it was used for krishna krishna says if you really want to charity is always good but when it is done to krishna it is the best it is the actual charity one must do if you do other forms of charity it's charity in the mode of sattvic charity or rajasic charity or tamasic charity even charity also three three modes are there depending on which cause you give how you give to whom you give it all depends it's not char- not all charity is equal and that charity which really helps a person the soul not the body you give charity to bodily causes 
that's not very good charity it may be termed as pious work but it's not transcendental work it's not naishkarmya it will not rid us from having to take birth again see if i do pious work i have to take birth in a pious family in the next life or in the heavenly planets but this is all material body even if i am born in a see there are four things janma aishwarya shruta shribhir janma aishwarya shruta shribhir that means janma means aristocratic birth in a nice family or a good nation or in the heavenly planets wherever and then aishwarya opulence how much wealth how much riches we have aishwarya then shruta intelligence knowledge if one is naturally intelligent from birth that means he has done something pious in his last life so these are effects these are effects these four things are effects of pious life previous pious life and last is shribhir shribhir means beauty bodily beauty somebody who is beautiful that means he or she has done pious activities in the past so these things are the results but the problem is with all these things we have to take birth to experience all these things and that birth is bad birth is painful a pious person the the suffering in the womb is the same when he is taking birth and when he is born there are four main miseries janma mrityu jara vyadhi birth death old age and disease the pain of birth is the same the pain of death is the same the pain of disease is the same huh? pain of old age all these things we have to go through still even though we may be pious so it's not worth it to either do sinful activity which is very very painful and even pious activity because ultimately all whatever we enjoy so called it is temporary and there are concomitant miseries associated with such a life no matter what we cannot it's like a pious person is still a prisoner in in prison there are a class prison b class prison c class prison so the c class prison is the worst somebody has done severe crimes they go there and solitary confinement there are so many things extreme um, uh, labor and all these things extra punishment whereas a class prison he is much more among the prisoners he is the that is the best class a class prison but that is not mean he is not a prisoner he is still a prisoner so a pious life in this material world is still prisoner life a class prison life and if we become proud with that and then we will go down to b and c class prisons so naishkarma if you want to do activity that is beneficial not only for us but also for the recipients of such a charity then we have to help what will not produce either a pious or a sinful reaction but a transcendental result to both and for that krishna says ियोरिटी krishna doesn't need charity but when we give it is our benefit it is for our benefit that we have to give to krishna and if we support a cause that conducts krishna's mission in this world and that is this krishna consciousness movement in this temple you know in iskem you no know, prabhupada's movement we are 
uh, establishing Krishna's mission. Krishna, what, he, what did he say in the Bhagavad Gita? Paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chuduskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya. This dharma, this, this is the mission of Krishna when he comes down. So he protects the devotees, he annihilates the miscreants and establishes the principles of religion. And he sends his devotees also to continue that job even after he is physically gone from this world. So this dharma samsthapanarthaya doesn't only happen when he comes down. But he sets in motion a system, a parampara system, where the acharyas will come in the future and carry forward this mission and establish organizations, establish missions, establish activities, missionary activities for the benefit of everyone, dharma samsthapana. So in this, in our movement, we are doing that. We are carrying forward the mission that was given by Krishna and handed over through the parampara, now carried forward by Srila Prabhupada and we are carrying forward that same mission. So dadasi, when you eat, when you, I mean, when you give away, you have to give to that cause, that dharma samstha. Giving to Krishna means what? To his cause, to his dharma, to his mission. Hmm. Do that, O son of Kansu. Then what happens? The devotees who receive such a contribution will apply that in the propagation of the message of Krishna consciousness through different various means, which is also uh, set up by the Acharya, in our case, Srila Prabhupada. So, um, so his disciples, they carry forward this and you know expand the preaching work. And in that way, not only the donor is purified, but also the recipients of such a charity, because if there is more money, more books can be printed and more outreach can be done online, more temples can be built where people can come and participate in services and become devotees. These are all important. Preaching does not only mean talking about Krishna. This is the beginning, yes. And this is the end also. Ultimately, we have to always be talking about Krishna. But we have to increase the audience. We have to increase the reach. Because as many people as possible should be helped. Ramanujacharya, when he heard the mantra Om Namo Narayana from his Guru, Guru said, don't tell this to anyone. If you tell this to anyone, you will go to hell. But if you chant this, you will go to Vaikuntha. Ramanuja thought, let me go to hell then. Let all people go to Vaikuntha. He went up to the tower. He shouted, come, come, come. Everybody, please come. What is this? What happened? What happened? Then he said, I have a very, very powerful mantra which you chant, you will go back to Vaikuntha. What is that? What is that? All your miseries will be ended, finished. Oh, what is that? Uh, then he said, Om Namo Narayanaya. You know, he shouted from the top of the tower. The tower is still there, the temple is still there in Tamil Nadu. So, he shouted. And people, thousands of people took it. And immediately his guru got angry. What is, what is this nonsense going on? How come? Because the news came to him. No, I told him not to give, give anybody. He's giving everything. So, he called him. I told you not to give anybody this mantra. Why, are you, why, why have you declared to the whole world? What a big aparad you have done. You will go to hell. Then Ramanuja said, Let me go to hell. And let them all go to Vaikuntha. Let them be delivered. I, if I one person suffer in hell, doesn't matter. Then the Guru realized how great he is. Then he understood the power of Mahamantra. If it is spread, why people will go to hell? Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita, Whoever is my devotee, Nobody is more dear to him than a preacher of his message. So, why will he go to hell? It is stupidity. I mean, 
so somehow he was bewildered he told like that now he realized so the point i'm trying to make is ramanujacharya went up to the tower and attracted the attention of thousands of people did he want fame no he wanted to spread the message to benefit them so similarly we can talk about krishna now let us see how many people are live on this live stream there are 22 people watching this live but we want 22 million people to watch this or even more there are how many 7.8 billion people we want all of them to watch but only 23 22 23 people are here so we have to expand the reach and for that there has to be opulent arrangements building a temple where people can come and congregate and festivals grand festivals you know like ratha yatra and stuff like that janmashtami so many festivals we have so why these things are conducted so that this is all part of the preaching and nice cooking nice foodstuffs offering to krishna and offering sumptuous prasadam for the public many people come here for prasadam itself <laughs> just for the prasadam that is also preaching because they are attracted to krishna once they come here ah they will attend the class they will start chanting they will buy a book they will voluntarily offer themselves to do some service in this way their life starts their spiritual life and as we know from these verses whatever little bit you do it is never lost and you see 240 krishna actually already said this in the second chapter neha bhikramana shosti pratyavayo navidyate swalpam apyasya dharmasya trayate mahato bhayat in this endeavor in krishna consciousness there is no loss or diminution diminution means uh, it becomes less no and little advancement on this path can protect one from the most dangerous type of fear it will not deteriorate your advancement and it will um, it will not deteriorate means sometimes when we commit offense we may you know become bewildered but whatever we have done it will stay and when the time is right when sufficient pun- punishment is accorded to us then we will come back to where we left off so krishna protects that so there is no loss and a little advancement of this path can protect one from the most dangerous type of fear so a little advancement you make somehow or other ah uh, you will krishna will give more and more opportunities and even if you fall down he will again pick you up hmm now going back so um a person after long practice of yoga he may be born in a righteous brahmana family or aristocratic actually no this is yeah after prolonged life then he will this is after a short practice of yoga of krishna consciousness even then one goes to the heavenly planets after the comes down and be born in either uh, uh, aristocratic merchants who have a lot of money which is again risky one can go wayward in that or one takes family and birth in a family of righteous vaishnava brahmanas uh, and again start back krishna consciousness from very very early age to so those children who are born in the devotees families they are chanting hare krishna from you know very young age they are very very fortunate because they have left off and then now now, now they are continuing so this verse applies to them hmm. or aristocratic merchants so more uh, advanced are the those who born in the righteous brahmana vaishnava families aristocratic merchants they have done even little more uh, even lesser amount of advancement <clears throat> but there is somebody even more advanced we will see in the next verse so anyway let's read on the purport the high the real purpose of yoga practice is to achieve the highest perfection of krishna consciousness as explained in the last verse of this chapter which is one has to become a 100% devotee yoginam api sarvesham 
मद्गतेनात्मना श्रद्धावान्जते यो मेयुक्त तमो मत ही इज़ द हाइयस्ट योगी हू इज अनफ्लिंचिंग डिवोटी ऑफ मी कृष्ण से दैट इज द अल्टिमेट पर्पज एंड वी शुड एम दैट इन दिस वन लाइफ आई हेव टू गेट टू दैट लेवल we should not be uh, complacent and think okay i have made a little advancement so krishna will protect next life i'll come back uh, how long you going to come back like that so we should not make such plans that is uh, not being serious and we are not when we are not serious krishna knows how to make us serious why we are not serious because we are hoping for adv- uh, enjoyment in this material world that's why we are not serious but when we understand that this material world is a place of utter misery and absolutely nothing else then we will lose all hope in any endeavor in this material world and we will tread the path of krishna consciousness in all seriousness so sometimes when we are too complacent take it e- taking it easy then krishna will tighten the screws on us and he will make our life difficult and he will show us the absolute naked form of the material world in its the ghastliest form and then we will realize this is not a place for me and that's when we will seriously take it up so do we want to wait until then or by listening to this okay i understand okay i will take it from krishna that this place is not for me it's not meant for happiness i will surrender either way you will get to the same path one with a lot of trouble one with not so if you're intelligent human intelligence should be why not i take it immediately now why should i wait for um such uh, painful lessons because ultimately the lesson learned is the same <laughs> that this material world is not a place for happiness and one has to go back to krishna that is a message that will be uh, learned by either of the two both of the two it is just how much time and how much pain you want to go through to realize that or just accept it axiomatically as krishna says it and that's it save yourself a lot of trouble so real intelligence is that to accept it and go on So the real purpose of yoga practice is to achieve the highest perfection of Krishna consciousness as explained in the last verse of this chapter but those who do not persevere to such an extent and who fail because of material allurements are allowed by the grace of the lord to make full utilization of their material propensities and after that they are given opportunities to live prosperous lives in righteous or aristocratic families those who are born in such families may take advantage of the facilities and try to elevate themselves to full krishna consciousness now some words of note in this verse are yoga bhrashta bhrashta means destruction in the path you see those who have fallen from the, from the path bhrashta means fall away from that suchinam <coughs> shrimatam suchinam means suchi means clean brahmanas are supposed to be clean so in the in that kind of families or shrimatam those who have a lot of wealth opulence um, they may born in these two पुण्यकृता लोका उषिवा शाश्वती सफ्टर लॉन्ग टाइम इन द हेवनली प्लैनेट सो दीज गेहे मीन्स इन द हाउस इन द हाउस ऑफ शुचीनाम और श्रीमता मीन्स इन द फैमिली ऑफ यू नो पायस और रिच पीपल नाउ देर आर ऑल्सो रिच पीपल हू आर सिंफुल यू नो दे हैव डन सम पायस एक्टिविटी इन द पास बट नाउ दे आर रिच एंड दे आर यूजिंग इट फॉर सिंफुल पर्पसेस so their future will be very dark so these are ordinary pious activities but devotional piety is different from that like you see there are many rich people right many kinds of rich people but you see some rich people they are actually very very religious mm. 
like uh, marwadi community they are very devoted to krishna although there is now there is rich people in all parts of the world but they are not devoted to uh, to the lord some are christians not only they are there some. but the vedic religion which is the highest the highest developed form of religion and that and especially to be particularly uh, favorable to krishna that is very high standard so these are people who have done something in the past in connection with krishna consciousness where are the rich whereas the rich who have nothing to do with krishna consciousness they have done some ordinary pious activity and got to that stage and they will easily fall fall away unless they contact a pure devotee and if they are humble enough to take um, advice and instruction from them then they can advance from there on so let's go to the next verse 642 athava yogina ameva kule bhavati dhimatam etadhidur durlabhataram loke janmayadi drisham durlabhataram durlabhataram very rare durlabham means very difficult to get durlabhataram means more difficult to get durlabhatamam means most difficult that means very very difficult to find but durlabhataram means very more difficult to find than see first of all a person interested in krishna consciousness is very rarely seen mm-hmm. it is said that kotishvapi mahamune there are many many people just i mean among humans humans are already a very very small minority of the entire species of the world of the universe very very small minority now in that human life there are many who are not in the vedic path in the varnashram system they are mlechas yavanas chandalas they are all outside the varnashram system they have no spiritual you know program in their lives um, so they they are not very advanced so for those who have taken to vedic civilizations the many of them uh, half of them more than half of them would only do lip service well this is all i'm not saying it is actually all recorded in the chaitanya charitamrita if you go here the unlimited living entities can be divided into two divisions those that can move and those that cannot move among living entities that can move cannot move there are actually plants and also sometimes some of the stones are also living there are stone species also which the scientists do not know but there are stones also who live even sometimes mountains mountains also live there are mountains that live so anyway that's another subject among living entities that can move there are birds aquatics and animals then next tarmadhyam manushya jati ati alpatara tarmadhyam mlecha pulinda bauddha shabara this mlecha pulinda bauddha shabara you know chandala yavana all these are very low class human beings low class means not to be discriminated against and all these things low class means in their culture how close they are to krishna consciousness that is how it is calculated as low born or high born whether in species or within human beings themselves um, so low class or high class is how much one is krishna conscious 
and it even even when it is said that this person is a low class person doesn't mean that we have to discriminate against it it means that he needs a lot of help hmm because he's far away so devotees have to be compassionate and show them the path how to come to krishna like naradmuni did to the hunter mrigari who was killing animals and naradmuni preached to him and then he made him into a great devotee so much so that he did not want to kill even an ant when he was walking on the road so that is that is what um vaishnava does so now all those living entities known as human beings are very small in quantity that division may be may still further be divided for there are many uncultured human beings like mlechas pulindas bauddhas and shabaras next vedanishtha madhye ardheka veda mukhe mane veda nishiddha paap kare dharma nahi gane this is all in bengali language among human beings those who are followers of the vedic principles are considered civilized among these almost half simply give lip service while committing all kinds of sinful activities against these principles they only do lip service they say okay i'm hindu i'm whatever but they don't follow anything is lip service they don't even know what the bhagavad gita is they don't know anything about anything such people do not care for the regulatory principles they just do anything that they like but they just say that i'm i'm a follower of a religious system then we have the next class dharmachari madhye bahut karmanishtha koti karmanishtha madhye ek gyani shreshtha among the followers of vedic knowledge most are following the process of fruitive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work out of many such sincere fruitive actors there may be one who is actually wise so now those who actually believe in vedas they are called at least astik they are not nastik nastik means atheists those who don't believe in god and don't believe in god's word also sometimes they say oh, i believe in god but they don't believe in what bhagavad gita says and that is also nastik even though i may say i am a hindu if bhagavad gita is saying something and i don't agree with it and i have my own opinion i am a nastik i am classified as a nastik according to vedas because vedo narayana sakshat there is no difference between veda and narayana so if we don't agree with veda that means we are not agreeing with narayan i'll show you one verse this is from vishnu dharmottara puran this is is in the purport of the bhagavatam 11.20.9 now you see the lord himself is saying lord vishnu is saying shruti smriti mama evagnye yaste ullanghya vartate आज्ञा छेदी मम द्वेषी मद्भक्तोपि न वैष्णव मद्भक्त अपि न वैष्णव इसी द श्रुति एंड स्मृति लिटरेचर्स आर टू बी अंडरस्टूड एज माय इंजंक्शंस कृष्ण इज सेइंग एंड वन हु वायोलेट्स सच कोड्स इज टू बी अंडरस्टूड एज वायोलेटिंग माय विल एंड दस ओपोजिंग मी ऑल्दो सच अ पर्सन मे क्लेम टू बी माय डिवोटी ही इज नॉट एक्चुअली अ वैष्णव so here this is nastikya so nastikya means those who don't believe in veda or krishna <clears throat> now one second so among the followers of the veda knowledge most are following the process of fruitive activities now in the process of um vedas those who follow 
देर आर कर्मीज देर आर ज्ञानीज देर आर योगीज देर आर भक्तस सो कर्मीज दे फॉलो वेदिक रिचुअल्स टू गो टू हैवनली प्लान सो दे वर्शिप डिफरेंट डेमी गॉड्स टू गेट मेटीरियल टेम्पररी बेनिफिट्स ऑल ऑफ द बेनिफिट्स यू कैन गेट फ्रॉम द डेवताज डेमी गॉड्स लाइक गणेश पूजा सरस्वती पूजा कार्तिकेय पूजा शिव पूजा दुर्गा पूजा ऑल दीज डेमी गॉड्स देवताज दे आर ग्रेट सर्वेंट्स ऑफ कृष्णा इन द यूनिवर्सल मैनेजमेंट सो दे हैव टू बी रेस्पेक्टेड विद अटमोस्ट रेवरेंस एज ग्रेट सर्वेंट्स ऑफ कृष्णा बट नॉट टू वर्शिप दैम फॉर मेटीरियल यू नो बेनिफिट्स दैट इज नॉट वॉट डिवोटी शुड बी डूइंग सो अ डिवोटी समटाइम्स इफ ही इज नॉट एडवांस्ड इन द बिगिनिंग ही मे गो दिस वे दैट वे डेमी गॉड बट एक्चुअली इट शुड नॉट बी डन डिवोटी कैन नॉट गो टू डेमी गॉड देवता बिकॉज दैट इज स्टेट इन द भगवदगीता इफ यू आर फॉलोइंग आवर धर्म प्रॉपरली मीन्स यू टू फॉलो वॉट इज देर इन भगवदगीता फर्स्ट द प्रॉब्लम विथ सो कॉल हिंदूज इज दैट दे आर जस्ट सेंटिमेंटली अटैच टू देर रिलीजन ओ आम ए हिंदू आम ए हिंदू what is the religion do you know what is the book that you know oh, no no in hinduism we can do anything are who told you are telling ha huh? krishna does not say like that krishna says those who surrender to other gods other than me other devatas they are doing they are actually meant for serving me but they are doing it improperly now this is not my words this is krishna's words now let's um, so these okay before we go there so these people they worship different devatas to get temporary material benefits so they are called karmis the temporary benefits may be uh, in this life or in the next life they want to go to swarga prapti they want to go to heavenly planets so either way it is considered temporary material benefit because even the heavenly planets swarga lok also it is not eternal life it is a long life but not eternal life after that one will come back here once when uh, once um, pious result is finished he will come back here so antavattu phalam tesham tad bhavati alpamethasam now these are all should be understood we are digressing in some of these topics but you know it is good to have a very detailed deep understanding of everything that we are studying now 7.20 kamaistaistairhritagnana प्रपद्यंतेता तम तम निमस्था प्रकृत्यानियताहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वयाहस्वय
as soon as one desires to worship some demigod some devata i make his faith steady so that he can devote himself to that particular deity now why does krishna do that because at least he is in the path of the vedas at least he won't go away from the vedas okay you don't want to worship me fine you worship my proxy he is still in the same system although it is not proper but okay at least somewhere you are you know and slowly slowly as you get purified you can come to my worship after many hundreds or thousands of lifetimes at least you are on the path instead of going completely away so this is the arrangement now 722 sataya shraddhaya ayuktas tasya radhanamihate labhate chatatah kaman mayaiva vihitan hitan endowed with such a faith paramatma induces the faith in that person in the particular demigod and endowed with such a faith he endeavors to worship a particular demigod and obtains his desires but in actuality these benefits are bestowed by me alone not by the devatas by krishna alone but we are thinking the devata gave us but actually devatas cannot give anything because nothing is theirs nothing is theirs every time somebody worships them for some material um, benefit they have to pray to the supreme lord uh, and take permission from him to grant that benefit if krishna yes says yes yes okay krishna says no they cannot give hmm. so these things we have to understand so next verse 723 ಅಂತವತ್ತುಫಲಂತೇಷಾಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂತಿಮಿಂ
those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship only me o son of kunti but they do so in a wrong way avidhi purvakam vidhi means rule vidhi nisheth means do's and don'ts so avidhi means not the way it should be properly done but anyway since they are rebellious to me they don't want to come to me all right you go to my proxy you know and let's see how we will go from there so that's what krishna's plan is so at least you are in the system of vedas so krishna is so kind that even though we don't want to go to him he created these proxies with the demigods so you want this okay you worship this devata you want this you worship this devata so in that way they think that i am worshiping somebody else from krishna ah yes this one i will do because i want benefit krishna will not give me benefit because krishna if you worship him for material benefit he may not give sometimes because if he knows that this is not good for you he will not give he can give he can give everything everything sarvaloka maheshwaram i am the master of everything krishna says i am the owner of everything i can give everything to my devotee and for one who is qualified he will give he will give he many times he has given prabhupada also you can see he gave whole world so much wealth he gave to prabhupada but prabhupada used it properly similarly prahlad maharaj got wealth yudhishthir maharaj got wealth um dhruv maharaj got wealth he got the greatest planet in the universe he can give the prachetas the sons of uh, prachina barhi who were disciples of lord shiva the great vaishnavas they got full control for millions of years so krishna can give and he will give to qualified people who can handle it and who will use everything in the krishna's service without any like sudama sudama was given because he knows that they will not fall away how much ever i will give him they will not follow in fact in the vaikuntha there are uh, so many types of muktis or moksha five types especially one of them is sarshti sarshti mukti me moksha means one gets similar opulence as the lord there are millions of such vishnu dutas or narayana dutas in the spiritual world where their bodily features are exactly similar like krishna and they have opulence also equal to krishna unlimited opulence they have each of them still they never move away from serving krishna so krishna he gives but those who he knows because he also knows our mindset so oh this person if i give him he will go far away from me no 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 i will not let him go he wants some some uh, broken pieces of glass but i'll give him the i'll give him the most valuable diamond which is me so let him forget this broken pieces of glass so anyway one who worships other demigods devatas they do so in a wrong way so the proper way is to worship krishna only that's why krishna finally says in the bhagavad gita sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam vraja 18.66 this is the final instruction of krishna actually after this there was one more uh, recommendation which is uh, to preach he says whoever is who preaches my message is even more dear is the dearest to me after this he says that the final thing he said is about preaching but to preach we must first of all surrender if we don't surrender what preaching can we do hmm so sarva dharman parityajya mam ekam sharanam he did not say 
do surrender to me or any other devata no mamekam alone sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo moksha ishyami masucha i will give you moksha lord shiva also said mukti pradata sarvesham vishnurevana samshaya i cannot give moksha to my so called worshippers you see ravana was a big worshipper of shiva and uh, bhasmasura was big worshipper of shiva even brahma was worshipped by hiranyakashipu they could not give moksha so lord shiva himself says if you want moksha i cannot give i can give everything else materially what is the use materially everything is antavatu phalam desham is limited and temporary see so, lord shiva recommends if you want moksha mukti pradata sarvesham vishnurevana samshaya na samshaya without a doubt only vishnu can give moksha mukti only he and krishna here declares himself aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami ma sucha don't worry i will give assurance insurance of krishna hmm. usually insurance in this world means if you if you if you sign up for accident insurance for example it does not protect you from an accident if accident happens the money will go to the dependents or your hospitalization or something like that whereas insurance krishna's insurance is far better he will protect us from even falling away even if we temporarily fall away he will pick us up he will pick us up aham tvam sarva papebhyo all your papa i have sarva papebhyo not even some papa all papas all whatever sinful reaction you have done papa means sinful sin, sinful activities all the reactions will be gone now papa reactions the reaction of um, sinful activities are at different stages of fructification that means every activity that we do is like a seed in the bible also it is said as you sow so shall you reap if you see if you put a seed of a uh mango you will get a mango tree as you sow so shall you reap but this is actually law of karma every action is a seed that we are planting and it will have just like mango seed will go into a sapling and then a, you know plant and then a tree and then a big tree and then it will bear fruit and the fruit ripens and when it is ripe that's when the fruit we can enjoy the labor that we have put in uh, when we put the seed the effect will be there so there will be time lag so if you put a seed now you will get a result after some time right so that fruit when it comes to the fruit that is when we experience so every activity of every activity that we do whether pious or sinful is like a seed hmm. and we are planting in our life the 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 land of our life we are planting these seeds every single in a day we are planting many thousands of seeds depending on our actions our thoughts our words how many seeds we are planting so that many fruits we are we have to come back and experience so it may happen in this life or next life or many lives later how long it will take to fructify we don't know each is different so it's a very complex science how this law of karma works so in the vishnu puran it is said aprarabdha phalam papam kootam bijam phalonmukham kramenaiva praliyeta vishnu bhakti ratatmanam 
in whichever stage our sinful reactions are there whether in a seed like form or a sapling like form or a plant form or a tree form or a fruit form or a ripened fruit form in whichever stage our sinful activities sarva pape bhyo moksha ishami krishna says if you surrender to me maam ekam exclusive surrender to, surrender to me sharanam then aham tvam sarva pape bhyo moksha ishami all at all the sinful reactions at every single stage in the spectrum of fructification will be destroyed burnt to the roots you know when you fry the seeds the, the seeds won't anymore give anything it will fried to the to ashes burnt to ashes hmm. so it is not like you know when the grass is growing and when you cut the grass it will again grow and you cut the grass again it will grow because the root is not gone this is uprooted completely and burnt there's no chance of revival that's what krishna offers nobody absolutely nobody in the history of this world of this universe has promised this but for krishna so we have to surrender to krishna for our own good for our own good he does not demand the surrender so that, so that to show that uh, he is the lord and everybody must surrender to him he is a he is a narcissist no he is not he is doing this for our benefit he doesn't need to do this he can let us suffer and rot in this material world he doesn't need to come here every time dharma samsthapanarthaya he doesn't need to do this but he does this because he cares for us he actually cares for us and that's why he does this and even he ensures now today's whole class is about his insurance how he ensures a person who has taken even a little step towards his perfection he ensures the progress and protects it hmm now let's go back you see these are these are all karmanishtha you see among the followers of vedic knowledge most are following the process of fruitive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work oh i should not do bad work i should do good work so they do this pious activities or demigod worship charities or some all material platform they are okay they are still followers of the vedas fine but it's not ultimate out of many such sincere fruitive actors there may be one who is actually wise that means all of these are not wise krishna also said alpa buddhi they don't have much brain brains but those who among millions of such people who are acting even in the rules of vedas there may be one who is actually wise a gyani shreshtha so what is so different about him now he understands that oh whether good or bad i have to suffer in this world Hmm. So I should not do any of these things. I should not do so-called good work. I should not do so-called bad work. I will refrain from all work. So I will understand who I am. Oh, I'm I'm a spirit soul. I'm not this body. So I, th- that much he understands, a gyani. But he is not yet. He has not yet come to the point of understanding that who is he related to. Hmm. Because we are related after all. We are dependent after all. so who are we dependent upon because we did not decide anything we are just put in this world and you know we don't even know so we think we are related or dependent upon our parents or our situation or our country or whatever but actually if i th- if i know that i am not the body so who i am who am i what is my relation to wh- to what or whom i belong where where is my identity what is my identity 
so that part he doesn't know he he knows that what he is not he knows that he is not his body but what he is he understand he is a soul but what is the soul and what is re- who it is it related to that part he doesn't know so he is half educated so even then he is called a gyani because at least he knows that endeavor in the material world is a painful waste of time not just a waste of time painful waste of time koti gyani madhye hoy ek jan mukta now now even though he knows okay i am soul but he has not really realized it he theoretically understands it but not realized it so among millions and trillions of such gyanis who are already rare human birth is rare and among them so many are uncivilized among the civilized half do lip service half do lip service and and the other half who do something about it they do karma mostly ordinary karma good and bad and they want to do good activity like that and among thousands millions of them ek gyani one maybe a um, little bit more wise and among millions of such wise men one may be actually really mukta hmm liberated that means he has nothing to do with this material world and koti mukta madhye durlabha ek krishna bhakta hmm among millions of muktas who have actually liberated very difficult to find one krishna bhakta so durlabhataram hmm of course कृष्णभक्तनिष्काम अतएव शांत भुक्ति मुक्ति सिद्धि कामी सकली अशांत सच रेयर पर्सन कृष्णभक्त इज एक्चुअली निष्काम ही हैज नो काम नो डिजायर सेंस डिजायर हिज ओनली डिजायर इज टू सर्व कृष्ण अतएव शांत ही इज पीसफुल इफ यू वॉन्ट पीस we have to become this rare breed of krishna devotee otherwise forget it bhukti mukti siddhi kami sakali ashanta ah even the yogis they are also considered as gyanis uh, at least paramatma you know they they want to but now you see the siddhi is sometimes they want material perfections so in the modern if you can if you compare our modern civilization they want peace they have Uh, set up united nations so that you know we'll all be united it's a nonsense because united nations like nation you, you each nation is separate and then you want to be united what is this united with one flag not millions of flags there okay and they are on the platform of bhukti or sometimes siddhi they want material uh, yogic powers in the form of technological powers and mukti uh, bhukti sense gratification and on this platform they want to attain attain peace shanti never they going to get it never the Unif- united nations will remain a failure until it takes to krishna consciousness that's it there is no doubt about this it will remain a failure unless one makes one is unless there is a program unless they establish a program where everybody can become krishna conscious in this world there will be no peace and that they will not do religion is far away in their agenda religion is seen as a problem because those religionists are also 
do not actually know what is religion they fight in the name of religion and you know create wars and you know so nobody is actually following religion there nobody has idea about what religion actually is our krishna consciousness is a real presentation of actual religion hmm. sanatan dharma so athaiva shanta so anyway durlabham is very very difficult now let's go back durlabhataram you see durlabham is very difficult durlabhataram very rare so it's very rare loke janma yat idrisham a birth like this is extremely rare what kind of um, uh, birth yoginam eva athava yoginam eva kule yoginam kule dhimatam those who are endowed with great wisdom like for example there are many devotees who have children this is actually very high birth but somebody who is a son of bhaktivinod thakur like bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur what kind of birth is that great transcendentalist hmm. of course all devotees even now, now also we have in the movement many devotees but the standard of bhaktivinod thakur hmm. and sometimes there are devotees but maybe gyanis so that is but devotees are uh, durlabhataram very 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 rare so so devotees children and this is priceless birth this kind of birth is you know one in a trillion 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 you know that rare durlabhataram so let's see or if unsuccessful after long practice of yoga he takes his birth in a family of transcendentalists who are surely great in wisdom certainly such a birth is rare in this world purport birth in a family of yogis or transcendentalists or those with great wisdom is praised herein because a child born in such a family receives a spiritual impetus from the very beginning of his life it is especially the case in the acharya or goswami families hmm such families are very learned and devoted by tradition and training not just having an affinity for krishna that that is also pious but not as strong as those who are born in acharya families in india there are many such acharya families but they have now degenerated due to insufficient education and training hmm. see such families are very learned and devoted by tra- tradition and training you see and thus they become spiritual masters guru in india there are many such acharya families but they have now degenerated due to insufficient education and training i think the, the, there is an actress who has the title goswami and who is not at all self controlled dresses half naked uh, in the movies or whatever on the screen and this is a goswami goswami means controller of the senses she cannot even control her senses and call goswami many many people also i mean guys or girls or either way male or female they have the title goswami but they are not even uh, goswami by character hmm. because insufficient education and training hmm. by the grace of the lord there are still families that foster transcendentalists generation after generation it is certainly very fortunate to take birth in such families fortunately both our spiritual master om vishnupada shri shrimad bhakti siddhant saraswati goswami maharaj and our humble self had the opportunity to take birth in such families by the grace of the lord and both of us were trained in the devotional service of the lord 
from the very beginning of our lives. Later on, we met by the order of the transcendental system. What is that order of the transcendental system? Parampara system, the Sampradaya. So they met by the Sampradaya system. So, Prabhupada's father also is a great pure devotee. In fact, Prabhupada called him a pure devotee. So, uh, these are exceptionally rare. Such births is unimaginably rare. Tatratam buddhis. In fact, honestly, to tell you honestly, now although uh, Prabhupada um, mentioned it like that, the birth of Srila Prabhupada and his guru Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur are not according to previous past life, you know, they fell down after a long practice of yoga and then they are not. No. Although he mentioned it like that, that is out of his humility. But actually, these two souls. They are sent by Krishna. They had zero, zero uh, traces of any contamination. Not that they had to be born here because they were failed transcendentalists in the previous lives. No. They were sent by Krishna to come to this world to help us. That's another kind of birth. Just like Krishna, when he comes, he doesn't need to be born. Why is he born to Vasudeva and Devaki? Because he did something in the past life and now he's born to a nice Vaishnavas. Is that so? No. Krishna can come from anywhere. He chose Vasudeva and Devaki. Okay, you have been my great devotees. I will choose you as my parents. He chose the parents. We did not choose our parents. So, as Krishna comes without being restricted by anything out of his own will, so Krishna sends his confidential servitors also to help this world and sometimes they take birth in this you know in families in this world but actually they don't belong here at all so this is a different thing altogether this is a different league altogether they are not failed transcendentalists but those who are failed transcendentalists also get those who are after very very long practice of yoga they also get this chance it's like Jada Bharat you know, in the Bharat Maharaj, he became a deer. In the next life, he became Jada Bharat, born an exceptionally highly educated uh, Vaishnava family. But, of course, still materially attached, but he went away from that. But that kind of facility is given. So, 6.43 Tatratam buddhi samyogam labhate paurvadehikam yatate chatato bhuya samsiddhau kurunandana on taking such a birth, he revives the divine consciousness of his previous life. And he again tries to make further progress in order to achieve complete success, O son of Kuru. Now, how does he de- revive the divine consciousness of his previous life? We don't remember anything that we did in our past life. How do we revive them? <laughs> Question may be asked. So the thing is, the Paramatma, Krishna takes note of everything we have done in our previous life. And he knows where we left off. And he knows where we need to start back again. And when we need to start back again. Of course he wants it now. But depending on our mental situation. If we are rebellious, we are not yet ready. So anyway, he remembers. We have forgotten. See, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita. Four dot five, four chapter fifth verse. Shri Bhagavanu Vacha, Bahuni Me Vyatitani, Janmani Tavacharjuna, 
तान्यहम वेद सर्वाणी नत्वम व्यथ परंतपाम ही सेड द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सेड मेनी मेनी बर्थ्स बोथ यू एंड आई हैव पास्ड आई कैन रिमेंबर ऑल ऑफ देम बट यू कैन नॉट ओ सब ड्यूर ऑफ द एनिमी not only krishna remembers his own births he remembers every single of the millions and millions and million 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 millions of living entities births it's not just his birth that he remembers everything he remembers that's why he said in the 7th chapter 7.26 see vedaham samatitani jan vartamani charjuna vartamanani charjuna bhavishyani cha bhutani मां तो वेद न कश्चन ओ अर्जुन ओ एज द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड आई नो एवरीथिंग दैट हैज हैपेन इन द पास्ट ऑल दैट इज हैपेनिंग इन द प्रेजेंट एंड ऑल थिंग्स दैट आर येट टू कम आई आल्सो नो ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज बट मी नो वन नोस नो वन सो कृष्णा यू सी ही नोस ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज द मींस ही नोस ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज मींस he knows all living entities past present and future also so he remembers what we did and he revives that memory and he confirms that again in the 15th chapter 1515 sarvasya chaham hridi sannivishto mattah smritir gyanam apohan apohanam cha वेदैश्चर्वैरहमे वेद्यो वेदातवेद विदेवचाहम आई एम सीटेड इन एवरी वन हार्ट एंड फ्रॉम मी कम रिमेम्ब्रेंस नॉलेज एंड फॉर गेटफुलनेस बाय द ऑल द वेदास आई एम टू बी नोन इंडीड आई एम द कंपायलर ऑफ वेदांत एंड आई एम द नोवर ऑफ द वेदास सो ही नोज अवर पास्ट प्रेजेंट फ्यूचर आवर रिमेम्ब्रेंस आवर फॉर गेटफुलनेस आवर नॉलेज so just like you know sometimes people say oh who knows we lived in the past how how come i don't remember anything well i don't remember what i did when i was one year one year old child an infant one year old i don't remember anything that i did then but my parents will tell oh you did this you did this you did this and they will laugh about it even you were so stupid so <laughs> so we also were very stupid we still are at least i am so we have been in this material world absolutely brainless you know chasing after material sense gratification and krishna knows he knows how much advancement we have made in our previous life if any if we made any advancement we also if we did then he will revive our memory back again he will help us how do we remember things sometimes we forget just like that how do we forget apohanam cha krishna is the one who inspires the forgetfulness also if you are not meant to remember we will forget hmm. so if you if you have to remember he will make us remember if somebody wants to forget krishna krishna will make full arrangement to forget him so we have to be very uh, willing to want krishna And then krishna will make all arrangement to remember uh, for us to remember him for us to get the knowledge about him So because knowledge remembrance and forgetfulness are in his control hmm. scientists say oh some brain cells some brain activity neurological nonsense i tell you huh? yeah it is there it is there i mean we are not saying no that is not the ultimate cause 
the, the one who governs all these neurological connections in the brain is krishna that they do not know it is like saying how did this pot come into existence if it's a if it's a you know matka matka the mud pot clay pot sorry so the clay pot how did it come into existence oh if if somebody says oh because of the potter's wheel because of the wheel it came into existence oh no because of the clay it came into existence. some because some so oh no because of the sun it it became a pot so yeah these are all correct but these are not the ultimate cause the ultimate cause is the potter himself the potter is the one who collected the clay mixed the water and put the wheel and invent i mean first of all even constructed the wheel uh, or somebody else constructed the wheel and he bought it from him and then um, he turned the wheel and then he put it under the sun if it, if he did not put it under the sun sun also cannot do anything so it is the potter who is doing everything so even if we say this is neurological you know the brain activity this that signal something maybe yes but that is under the control of krishna this is the nimitta nimitta means immediate cause whereas he is the sarvakarana karanam krishna is the cause of all causes so ultimately he is the one managing our remembrance our memory our knowledge of forgetfulness so whatever we have forgotten in our previous life or whatever we have left he revives that memory in the heart and we start from very early or even if we start a little bit later we fall into it like as if we have we were meant for this how because we have done something and krishna revives that hmm. so he revives the divine consciousness of his previous life the word here is used tatra tam buddhi samyogam labhate paurvadehikam paurvadehikam means from the previous body that means the memory is carried forward that means memory is a function of the mind the mind remains the same throughout the body's transmigration but the body the external body changes and the mind also gives we give up the mind also and intelligence also in this material world the material intelligence and mind when we get actually liberated hmm. then one gets liberation even from the subtle body hmm. that is so until until then, until then we are carrying our mind so the memories everything are stock there in the mind so sometimes we f- we remember something or we have some ima- imagination or a dream that we have never experienced before those are actually bubbles of memory coming to the surface uh, from our past experiences it can be many 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 lifetimes ago that they but and they get sometimes even mixed up and we we see these in dreams sometimes or you know wild imaginations or whatever so purport king bharata who took his third birth in the family of a good brahmana is an example of good birth for the revival of previous transcendental consciousness king bharat was the emperor of the world and since his time this planet has been known among the demigods as bharatvarsha formerly it was known as ilavritvarsha so we know india is known as bharat desh actually or bharatvarsha actually the whole planet is still to this day referred by the referred to by the devatas when they, the devatas want to talk about this planet they don't call it earth they call it bharatvarsh because king bharat was there and he was the emperor he was the exemplary emperor of the planet the entire planet was under him 
slowly slowly now it has reduced and india is only known as that part of land and everything else is foreign country so even like before like uh, about 100 years ago pakistan was with us uh, was with india was burma was with india uh, bangladesh was part of india nepal bhutan uh, even sri lanka was all bharatvarsh before but they they cut off themselves cut off themselves now you see india has shrunk even in the last 100 years we can see india has shrunk so since the beginning of kaliyuga india bharatvarsha the land that is known as bharatvarsha which was the whole world before shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and now it is only the india that present day india so king bharat and that bharata varsha the name came because of this king bharat so king bharat was the emperor of the world and since his time this planet has been known as the, among the demigods as bharatvarsha formerly it was known as ilavratvarsha the previous another previous great emperor the emperor at an early age very early age i mean when he was in in the prime of his youth retired for spiritual perfection so he he went to the forest and he started meditating on vishnu but failed to achieve success in his next life he took birth in the family of a good brahmana and was known as jadabharat because he was always remain he always remained secluded and did not talk to anyone now prabhu is explaining it in a very condensed way actually next life he got attached to a deer that's why he failed um he, he saw a, a deer being attacked by a lion and then the deer was pregnant and the deer was trying to escape from the lion or from the tiger or something like that so then um, the the deer babe gave uh, birth to a baby doe and the uh, lion ate the deer the mother and this baby i mean the doe was remaining the baby deer so he took up out of compassion and then he raised her and this way he got very much attached over over few months he got very attached to the deer and his attention to his spiritual practice completely went away so much he was attached to this deer and he died thinking of the deer and as as per bhagavad gita's um, um, law yam yam vaabismaran bhavam tyajatyante kalevaram whatever we think of at the time of death we will become that in the next life so he thought of the deer and died he became a deer in the next life actually but krishna because matta smritirgyanam apohanam cha krishna na paramatma as a paramatma he is he he gives remembrance knowledge and forgetfulness so he made the deer remember his past life hey you were a king you made a silly mistake you could have come back to me but you made a silly silly mistake and got attached to a deer unnecessarily thinking as if i could not give the protection and you could give the protection and you became extra protective of the deer and then now you got to, so attached and now you have So this is a good lesson for those who have pets for example those who have pets you know dogs or cats or whatever if you are so attached to these animals then we are running a risk a very very great risk to becoming those animals uh, so anyway he became a deer but he remembered his past life so he never was interested in other deer affairs or his family affairs he just went to the same kapil ashram was it kapil ashram no his ashram the same ashram where he was doing his uh, meditation he was born somewhere nearby as a deer so he came back to the ashram and continued eating only dried leaves that fell from the tree not enjoying his life eating nice lush green grasses or you know he did not go into that mode of enjoyment at all he just was there living like a yogi although in the body of a deer so like that he waited for the time to pass and eventually the, he gave up that body he died and then soul went in the next life to the jadabharat now this time he was born to a brahmana family very very highly cultured brahmana family um 
uh, and his name was again Bharat this time as a son of Brahmana but he acted like a retarded fool because if he is actually he was so intelligent I mean he remembered his past two lives now the king and the dear life because Krishna again Paramatma and then he revived he thought this time I don't want to make the mistake so in the from the very beginning although he was extremely intelligent the most intelligent man on the planet but he acted like a dumb idiot fool that's why he's called jada jada means dull headed as if he's a retarded fellow so from the very beginning he wondered he why did he do that because if he is known as intelligent in this world then you know when he grows up there will be matchmaking oh because he's so intelligent and so qualified there's be a good girl and good girl means you know um a good amount of time in the material world <laughs> good amount of time with attachment and family bondage and in that way again lose track of the real aim of life so he did not want to make that mistake again he was so repentant on what he already did so he absolutely wanted zero distractions so let them let people bully him let people uh, treat him badly like an animal but he never ever gave up his uh, dull headed uh, pretense that he put on only when he was instructing king rahugana uh, he showed his true character his true character as a pure devotee and he instructed him he became a spiritual master of uh, the king of his country so that is the story of jada bharat so bharat he revived you see this is what exactly what krishna said in the bhagavad gita that happened so in his next life he took birth in the family of a good brahmana and was known as jada bharat because he was he always remained secluded and did not talk to anyone and later on he was discovered as the greatest transcendentalist by king rahugana from his life it is understood that transcendental endeavors or the practice of yoga never go in vain by the grace of the lord the transcendentalist gets repeated opportunities gets repeated opportunities not just one repeated for complete perfection in krishna consciousness hmm. this is how krishna ensures our progress in spiritual life as for krishna's insurance policy is unmatched in the world he takes care of his devotee when krishna says kaunteya pratijani hi name bhakta pranashyati krishna said arjuna you declare that my devotee will never be perished this is my promise now let's see what ramchandra said sakradeva prapanno yes तवास्मीति चयाचते अभयम सर्वदा तस्मै ददाम्ये तद्व्रतम मम लॉर्ड रामचंद्र सेड इफ अ पर्सन वंस सरेंडर्स अनटू मी सिंसियरली सेइंग माय लॉर्ड फ्रॉम दिस डे आई एम फुल्ली सरेंडर्ड अनटू यू आई ऑलवेज आई ऑलवेज गिव हिम प्रोटेक्शन दैट इज माय वाव रामचंद्र सेड इन रामायण युद्धकांड 12.20 12th चैप्टर 20th वर्स ही सेड दैट इज माय वाव दैट आई गिव हिम प्रोटेक्शन फ्रॉम दैट डे फॉरवर्ड whenever he says my lord from this day i am fully surrendered unto you now this is lord ram's the, i mean krishna's or ram's personal vow but he wanted to give even more solid insurance no i want to give even more solid assurance or insurance to my devotee so krishna said you arjuna you declare क्षिप्रमति धर्मात्मा शश्वत्छाति कौंते यति जानी न मे भक्त प्रणश्यति 
he said oh son of kunti okay he quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace now this is about you know in the previous verse a person who is devotee but who is doing something wrong means who fell away uh, he said i he is still to be to be considered a sadhu uh, because so then this verse is the continuation of that because he quickly becomes righteous and attains lasting peace because i will take care of his advancement then he says oh son of kunti declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes now why this is a stronger declaration than lord ramachandra's declaration because sometimes krishna is known to break his vows why no not every time he doesn't break his vow satyavratam you know that was krishna is a supreme personality of godhead he is not like us like a, you know a fool or oh, not this what is that satyavratam ಬೆಟರ್ assurance why why what is it so anyway we'll read the translation of this verse first the demigods the devatas prayed this is to the you know these prayers when they prayed when uh, krishna was in the womb of his mother devaki they came and offered these prayers to the child in the womb krishna oh lord you never deviate from your vow which is always perfect because whatever you decide is perfectly correct and cannot be stopped by anyone no one mare krishna rakhe ke rakhe krishna mare ke who is there who can stop krishna if he decides to kill someone nobody can protect him and if krishna wants to protect someone nobody can kill him nobody can destroy him no cannot be stopped by anyone this is his vow satyavratam being present in the three phases of cosmic manifestation creation maintenance and annihilation you are the supreme truth trisatyam ಸತ್ಯ ಪರಂ ಸತ್ಯಂ ಸತ್ಯ ಪರಂ ಸತ್ಯವ್ರತಂ ಸತ್ಯ ಪರಂ ತ್ರಿಸತ್ಯಂ ಇಂಡೀಡ್ ಅನ್ಲೆಸ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ಟ್ರೂತ್ಫುಲ್ ಒನ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಅಚೀವ್ ಯುವರ್ ಫೇವರ್ ಸತ್ಯಸ್ಥ ಸತ್ಯಂ ಋತಸತ್ಯ ನೇತ್ರಂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ದೇರ್ ಫಾರ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಅಚೀವ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಪೋಕ್ರಿಟ್ಸ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಹಿಪೋಕ್ರಿಟ್ಸ್ ವರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ಫುಲ್ ದೇ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ರೀಚ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ಹಿಪೋಕ್ರಿಟ್ಸ್ ಕೆನಾಟ್ you are the active principle the real truth and in all the ingredients of creation and therefore you are known as antaryami the inner force you are equal to everyone and your instructions apply for everyone for all time you are the beginning of all truth therefore offering our obeisances we surrender unto you kindly give us protection see how they worshiped him as a supreme truth absolute this is this is the meaning of when we say krishna is the absolute truth this verse should come to our mind in every way he is satyam So one of these qualities mentioned here is Satyavratam. He is unwavering in his vow. But there is an asterisk. Terms and conditions apply. What is that? <laughs> Suppose a devotee also makes a vow. 
and if that vow clashes with krishna's vow krishna will prefer to keep his devotee's vow and compromise his own vow that much he is bhakta vatsala so this is classic example is there in the mahabharat is kurukshetra war many times we have uh, mentioned this krishna's krishna's protection to arjuna was there arjuna krishna said i won't fight this war i will not be fighting this side or that side pandavas or kauravas alas be the driver for arjuna that's it i'm not fighting because if krishna fights one second it is finished no fun you know no no drama so he wants his devotee to work for him see that's that's the other thing it's not just fun or no, some frolic games no. there's a reason also see krishna can do anything but he does not he wants us to also get the devotional feelings and give us service so the love is what krishna uh, wants to instill so krishna wants arjuna and the pandavas to fight for him for his cause hmm. so anyway so krishna said i will not fight i will just be driver but arjuna is his devotee so here arjuna said i will you know my devotee will never perish so krishna's protection is now because arjuna said <coughs> krishna is, and krishna ramachandra also said so my devotee i will whoever surrenders to me i will protect him so krishna will protect arjuna <clears throat> now on the other side kaurava said bhishma dev is a great devotee of krishna mahajan one of the 12 greatest authorities in the universe about krishna consciousness about bhakti yoga bhishma dev is one of them swayambhush narada shambhu kumara kapila manu प्रहलाद जनक भीष्म बलिम वैयासकिर्वयम सो ब्रह्मा शिव नारद चतुर्कुमार एस्पेषली सनात कुमार अमंग दम नो द फोर सन्स ऑफ ब्रह्मा चतुर्कुमार एस्पेषली सनात कुमार अन्यन कुमार कपिल कपिल कपिलदेव हूज इनकानेशन ऑफ कृष्ण शक्तियावेश इनकानेशन मनु स्वायंभुव मनु Manu means the father of mankind. The word man comes from the word Manu. Manushya, Manav, all coming from the word Manu. Because we are descendants of Manu. Man, the word man also comes from that. So anyway, Manu, Swayambhu Manu, the first Manu in the day of Brahma. So this is another long topic, but he is a great Prajapati. So Manu, uh, Prahlada, Prahlada, you know, Narasimhadev's devotee. Janak Maharaj, father of Mother Sita. Bhishma. and bali bali maharaj and vyasaki vyasadev's son sukadev goswami and vayam yamaraj so these 12 are the greatest authorities on the religious principles in the entire universe and bhishma dev was one of them he is exceptionally great devotee of krishna so one day in the battle when the fight was going on duryodhan told him bhishma dev grandfather bhishma pitama I know very well that we Kauravas and both they, those they Pandavas whom you are fighting, they are all your grand grandchildren, grandsons in one way. Although Bhishma Dev never got married, but by relation he is like that. So you have affection for both, and I see although you are the greatest warrior on earth, you are unable to kill those five Pandavas who are just you know who are they compared to you? That means I can only say one thing: you are very partial to them, and you are not doing your duty as a Kshatriya because of that. because of your attachment to them right he said this so bhishma dev hmm? how can you say like this okay 
I will take a vow. Tomorrow, I will kill the five Pandavas. I will kill the five Pandavas. You know. Then he he took five arrows and he you know uh, chanted um, some mantras. You know, With these five arrows, nobody can stop them from killing the five Pandavas tomorrow. Then Duryodhan said, "All right, fine, very good. I like this." now you please give those five arrows to me i will keep them in the night tomorrow morning because tomorrow you may forget you know these five arrows because out of your affection or whatever it is you may forget so let me keep them i will keep them tomorrow i will give you i will personally give you okay here you are so what happened night time see kshatriyas they will fight to the death in the day the fight happens when the day starts and when sunset there's no fight stop fight stops for the day and again when the sunrise next day they start again so in the night time they can interact as friends so persons can go from this camp to that camp that camp to this camp anything can happen free flow no nothing no hard feelings so krishna knew what happened although he is antaryami he knows everything now he knows what happened oh bhishma dev has taken a vow my devotee has taken a vow to kill my devotees <laughs> bhishma dev is my devotee he took a vow to kill my devotees the pandavas especially arjuna hmm. now here is dharma sankat you know there is a contradiction now what to do but for krishna everything is easy everything is easy so what he did he told arjuna arjuna i have something to tell you what is it see remember when you were in the forest when you were in the vanavas you and bhima you saved duryodhan from the gandharvas because gandharvas were they could have killed them the, the duryodhan and party uh, but you saved them so the, the incident happened in the in the when they were in the forest and they were in the forest pandavas were in the forest because kauravas especially duryodhan he sent them away out of cheating in the gambling match now even though they were cheated and sent to the forest when the gandharvas attacked because they went to the lake and you know they were too proud duryodhan was very proud and then so he wanted some he was tired a little bit then he wanted to take some water from the lake and gandharvas some gandharvas who were celestial beings they were guarding the lake and they said no you cannot touch this water so they no 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 who are you who is there to come in front of me who, who do you think you are and the gandharvas going to defeat them so gandharvas came and they were fighting and they were going to defeat this duryodhan and party so nearby this um, this uh, pandavas were there their uh, hermitage i mean their ashram they heard some commotion and said oh i see that there is duryodhan there oh then yudhishthir maharaj said no no go and protect no bhima was very happy good 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 riddance get them let them die and yudhishthir maharaj said no 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 you cannot say like that whether we fight among ourselves or not when external enemies come we have to be together we have to help them so yudhishthir maharaj is more dharma satyavan so <laughs> he cooled down bhima cooled down cooled down don't don't uh, you cannot talk like this so then um, he asked bhima and arjuna to go and help so bhima and arjuna helped he they fought the gandharvas and defeated the gandharvas and duryodhan's duryodhan could not hide his face he was so embarrassed he was the one who sent them to forest and now they are helping him from saving his own life so duryodhan actually felt very very bad he said to the pandavas 
uh, he said to especially arjuna i do not know how to thank you i, I am very embarrassed right now uh, please whatever you ask uh, whatever you want you ask from me i i, I will do anything you want now, arjuna said no i don't want anything no no i want to give please uh, this I, I, how can i repay this you know he felt genuinely bad so arjuna said okay um, when i want it i will ask you what i want uh, uh, right now i don't want anything and durudhan said all right fine so krishna reminded arjuna you remember that time he promised you and you said whenever you want you now is the time arjuna said what do you mean so bhima bhishma has um some five arrows special arrows kept with duryodhan to kill all of you now you go to duryodhan's camp and i request those five arrows from him oh okay so arjuna went to duryodhan kauravas camp he went to meet duryodhan then he said duryodhan i heard i i i i understand that you have been keeping five arrows special five arrows uh, to kill us Duryodhan was like yes so remember uh, you offered me a you know favor then i said i will take it whenever i want now i want i want those five arrows duryodhan took those five arrows and gave it to arjuna you see how even duryodhan was so bad he was so truthful straight forward dealings kshatriya there is no diplomacy you know in these things although he of course there was cheating went on before this but kshatriya means like this uh, so when he requested immediately although it means that he would lose the war he gave arjuna took those five arrows came back so next day morning war was starting conchal blown bhishma dev said give me those arrows give me those five arrows duryodhan duryodhan said i don't have what what do you mean uh, um arjuna came and took those in the night oh then bhishma oh krishna is then he he was very happy he was very happy see krishna said kauntya pratijani hi name bhakta pranashyati he will protect his devotee you see he has protected his devotee arjuna but in because in front of duryodhan he, he internally felt like that but outside because of he was in front of duryodhan he did not want to show the appreciation for pandavas hmm okay oh like the krishna has cheated hmm i will take a vow today arjuna shall die either arjuna shall die at my hands or krishna has to break his promise what was his promise that he will never take up a weapon either he has to take up a weapon to protect his devotee or if he chooses to keep his vow i am going to make sure that arjuna will not live beyond the sunset of today Whoa, big time! So now, Bhishma Dev has a promise, and Krishna has a promise. Krishna has a promise of protecting his devotee's promise. <laughs> so Arjuna's promise was that Krishna's devotee will never be perished. Bhishma Dev, who is also his devotee, his promise that is that his devotee will perish. What to do? The only choice he has now is that. he has to break his promise so our bhishma dev was fighting like nobody's business like never before he was relentless in his attack and arjuna's chariot broke so many times his gandiva bow broke so many times his uh, everything he was shattered he was pierced in so many places blood was coming out but 
then at this at there was a point when the next arrow of bishma dev would have killed arjuna at that very moment krishna got down his chariot took up a broken wheel of a chariot i mean wheel of a broken chariot and then advanced toward bishma dev with the chakra in his hand and then bishma dev put down his weapons my vow has been fulfilled krishna has taken up weapons so the point here is krishna will break his own promise for his devotee's promise both bishma dev and arjuna's promise so krishna then bishma dev appreciated this so much not only did krishna break his own promise for my promise he kept his other devotee's promise arjuna's promise that his devotee will never be perished that also he kept and he kept my promise at the same time for krishna you see is is very easy to do things he inspired bhishma dev to put the condition inside the vow that there is two choices in that vow either arjuna will be killed bhishma did not say arjuna will be killed either arjuna will be killed because in the previous day he said arjuna will be killed pandavas will be killed and krishna foiled that attempt okay so bhishma dev this time he said arjuna will be killed so he knew krishna will do something um he is he knows how to manipulate things so okay if that happens then krishna has to break his promise either arjuna has to die at my hands or if somehow that is foiled then krishna's promise has to be break uh, broken now will krishna break his promise ah this is more tougher now he thought like that but krishna in one second he did everything satyavratam and he is bhaktavatsala he keeps his devotee's promise more than his own promise so that's why he advised he wanted to make his insurance policy more stronger to appeal to us krishna said sarva dharman parityajyam ekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshesham masucha don't have confidence okay arjuna you say <laughs> okay more protection so that is how much krishna protects <laughs> so going back declared boldly that my devotee never perishes this is what we have read okay the by, so by the grace of the lord um, from his life it is understood that the transcendental endeavors or the practice of yoga never go in vain by the grace of the lord the transcendentalist gets repeated opportunities for complete perfection in krishna consciousness now i, I know it's running a bit late but please bear with me uh, we will complete this okay next verse 644 purvabhyasena tenaiva hriyate hyavashopi saha jignasura api yogasya shabda brahmati vartate now before we go further if you have any questions or anything please post them in the comments i because i'm using only one screen usually i use two two screens one the ipad one the laptop screen but because i'm using only one screen so i'm not able to see the comments as they come but i'll definitely get back to them after the session uh, so if you have any questions or anything uh, anything you want to say you can post them in the comments okay we'll continue purva abhyasena by previous practice previous life's practice even then by that eva certainly hriyate is attracted he is surely avasha automatically api also saha hi jignaso inquisitive api even yogasya about yoga shabda brahma 
ritualistic principles of scriptures ativartate transcends now what does this mean by virtue of the divine consciousness of his previous life he automatically becomes attracted to the yogic principles even without seeking them the word is jigyasurapi without even being inquisitive automatically somehow he just likes these principles such an inquisitive transcendentalist stands always above the ritualistic principles of the scriptures hmm. actually wait avashah uh, avashah attracted avashah automatically that, that's the word sorry jignasu is such an inquisitive transcendental even without seeking automatically avashah hriyate hmm. so purport advanced yogis are not very much attracted to the rituals of the scriptures not not because it is not good it is not good enough for the ultimate aim it is good for those who are very low in their alpa buddhi but not for the advanced so advanced yogis are not very much attracted to the rituals of the scriptures but they automatically become attracted to the yoga principles which can elevate them to complete krishna consciousness the highest yoga perfection in the shrimad bhagavatam 3.33.7 that means third canto 33rd chapter 7th verse such disregard of vedic rituals by the advanced transcendentalists is explained as follows अहो बदश्वपचोतो गरीयान यज्जिहवाग्रे वर्तते नामतुभ्यम् ते पुस्तपस्ते जुहुवुहु सस्नुरार्या ब्रह्मानुचुर्नामग्रनंतियेते ओ माय लॉर्ड पर्सन्स हु चांट द होली नेम्स ऑफ योर लॉर्डशिप आर फार फार एडवांस्ड इन स्पिरिचुअल लाइफ इवन इफ दे इवन इफ बोर्न इन फैमिलीज ऑफ डॉग ईटर्स सच चांटर्स हैव अनडाउटेडली परफॉर्मड ऑल काइंड्स ऑफ ऑस्टेरिटीज एंड सैक्रिफाइसेस बेथ्ड in all sacred places and finished all scriptural studies this is the position so why there is one nice verse 252 purport of bhagavad gita by um madhavendra puri संध्यावंदन भद्रमस्तु भवतो भोह स्नानतुभ्यं नमो भो देवा पितरश्च तर्पण विधो नाहं क्षमः क्षम्यताम यत्र क्वापि निषद्य यादवकुलो तमस्य कंसद्विषः स्मारं स्मारमघं हरामि तदलं मन्ये किमन्येन मे किमन्येन तदलम स्मारम स्मागम स्मारम स्मारम अघम हरामी तदलम मन्ये की मन्ये न मे व्हाट इज दैट ओ माय प्रेयर्स थ्री टाइम्स अ डे संध्या वंदना वन बिग नमस्कारम फॉर यू ऑल ग्लोरी टू यू ओके संध्या वंदना नमस्कारम ओ बेदिंग स्नानम नमस्कारम दंडवत प्रणाम टू यू आई ऑफर माय ओबेसेंस ऑन टू यू ओ देवताज फोर फादर्स please excuse me for my inability to offer my you my respects because i'm busy with something do not disturb what is that now wherever i sit i can remember the great descendant of the yadu dynasty krishna yadava kulottamasya yadava kula uttamasya the highest krishna the enemy of kamsa kamsa dvishah and thereby i can free myself from all sinful bondage i think this is sufficient for me 
so they don't engage in all the other rage it doesn't mean that they don't bathe and all that yeah pure devotees they can they are not bound by all these rules even bathing or all but of course we have to do some things but some things we also don't do like sandhya vandanam ours is not just sandhya vandanam satatam kirtayanto vam kirtayanto ma satatam vandanam why only sandhya vandanam why worship only during the sandhya satatam ध्यायस्तुवंस्तस्यशस्त्रिसंध्यम वंदे गुरो श्री चरणारविंदम सो थ्री संध्यास व्हाट आर द थ्री संध्यास संध्या मींस जॉइन द जॉइनिंग बिटवीन नाइट एंड डे व्हिच इज डॉन द सनराइज द डॉन देन फोर नून एंड द आफ्टरनून व्हिच इज नून एंड सनसेट द जॉइन बिटवीन डे एंड नाइट Midnight is not even considered a Sandhya in, in uh, Vedic calculations. Although they say Sandhya or Midnight is the join between the previous day and the next day. In uh, Vedic calculations it is not like that. Join between night and day, forenoon and afternoon and day and night. So these are the three Sandhya. All waking hours. The Sandhyas are in the waking hours. So I have to worship. worship satatam in fact not only through sandhyas throughout from the first sandhya through the second sandhya all the way to the third sandhya one must worship them sorry spiritual master and krishna dhyayam stuvam stasya shastra sandhyam so and krishna says satatam kirtayantum all the time chanting and doing service and that's it so therefore sandhya vandana is a lower principle satatam is higher principle and satatam service to krishna much higher not just a ritualistic performance i'm bathing sarvatma snapanam param vijayate shri krishna sankirtanam so atma snapanam the heart is cleansed our very existence what is that om apavitra pavitro va sarvavastham gatopiva yah smaret pundarikaksham sabbahya abhyantar shuchihi now outside and inside everything will be cleansed just by thinking of krishna so that's why bathing all glories to you demigods hmm yathataror mula nishechanena tripyante tatskandha bhujopashakha pranopaharachayatendriyanam what um, tatharham ट्रंक्रांचिंग एल्स If there is a big tree, how can it nourish everything? Just pour water in one place, the root. Everything will be nourished. And as supplying food to the stomach and lives and lives the senses and limbs of the body. Now all of my parts of the body must be nourished. So what should I do? Put food in every part? No, just put food in the stomach. It will be distributed. If you want to pay tax to the government, do you pay tax to every single part department of the government? No, income tax department. It will take care. And the national treasury will distribute it to whichever departments are needed. So, similarly, um, 
um, simply worshipping the supreme personality of Godhead through devotional service automatically satisfies the demigods who are parts of that supreme personality. So therefore, therefore, demigods, I am not doing anything separately for you. Forefathers, what is that? It's 11541. Um, this is the actual verse that includes everything. Devarshibhutaptanaranam pitrinam nakinkaronayam renicharajan sarvatmanayah sharanam sharanyam gatomukundam parihrityakartam. O king, one who has given up all material duties and has taken full shelter of the lotus feet of Mukunda, who offers shelter to all, is not indebted to the demigods, great sages, ordinary living beings, relatives, friends, mankind, or even one's forefathers who have passed away. Forefathers who have passed away. Pitrinam. So, forefathers, big namaskaram for you. But uh, I am not going to do anything. I am just going to remember Krishna. That's it. It's not that he is neglecting those. No. He is externally neglecting. But he is actually, he is saying, Oh, branches of a tree, I don't want to water you. Oh, leaves of a tree, I don't want to water you. I am just going to water the root. That's it. And that will take care of everything. All will be satisfied. Not that he is neglecting. He is actually fulfilling. Better than anybody else. Ah. We, that's how Krishna automatically arranges everything. All the debt we owe to every demigod. See, we are taking sunlight. We are not paying to the sun anything. Are you? Then it is a debt. If you are not repaying what favours we are receiving, that is a debt. You have to take birth again. To um, nullify the debt. Pay back the debt. Until we pay back, we have to you know, be in this material world. So, any favor we accept from anyone, we are indebted. So, the rishis they have written, like Vyasadev wrote so much Vedic literature, we are indebted to our spiritual master, to Vyasadev, to all the acharyas who preserved this everything. And devatas, every, to our parents, to our forefathers who left us some uh, you know, customs, family traditions, at least some culture. So, we are indebted to all of them. We are... We are Reveling in the favors received from from all these different types of living entities, but when when we once we surrender to Krishna, our debt is nullified, written off. Okay, no more debt. Nothing karon. I am rini charajan. He is no more a rini. Rini means a debtor. He is no more in debt. So since all such classes of living entities are part and parcel of the supreme Lord, one who has surrendered to the Lord's service has no need to serve such persons separately. Hmm. So, in this way we can understand. Hmm. So, that's why it is said here, in Srimad Bhagavatam, such disregard of Vedic rituals by the advanced transcendentalist is explained. So, once they, because they have already received all the advancement that they are supposed to receive by all these other methods and they are already sitting at the pinnacle of perfection. If you already are at the mount summit of Mount Everest, you have to climb some more mountain. No, you are already at the top. You don't need to do any, any more climbing. If you are put there in a helicopter, see, whether one goes by the walking or whether one goes by anywhere, we have to reach the summit, suppose. So, if one is put there on a helicopter and then you reach the summit, oh, you can, you can say, hey, that is easy, you know, who cannot reach there like that? Well, Whatever it is, I have reached. 
and you are saying oh, you are saying oh i have i have struggled a lot and so what ultimately you have to reach here right that's what you want to do hmm. so the destination is reached by a person who has taken to devotional service he doesn't have to go all, to through all the sufferings of the kleshodhikatrastesham avyakta asakta chetasam Uh, without krishna consciousness advancement will be very very troublesome hmm. but uh, devotee does not feel all the trouble at all because he is taken by the helicopter of krishna to the summit of perfection uh, to the ma- uh, summit of the mountain of perfection he is automatically taken so he is he care he doesn't care about all the troubles and not that he doesn't care he he doesn't care about the troubles because he doesn't have to go through it but then he wants to he he takes the trouble to let everybody know hey you don't have to suffer all the way you can come by the helicopter hmm. of course in our uh, human helicopter may fail but krishna's never fail hmm namay bhakta pranashati recently i think one of the defense chief he in india he died in a helicopter crash but uh, krishna's helicopter is not like this he he will reach he namay bhakta pranashati will never fail never fail so the famous example of this was presented by lord chaitanya who accepted thakur haridas as one of his most important disciples although thakur haridas happened to take his birth in a muslim family he was elevated to the post of namacharya by lord chaitanya due to his rigidly attended principle of chanting 300000 holy names of the lord daily हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो दीज आर सिक्सटीन सो थ्री हंड्रेड थाउजेंड दैट मीन्स इट कम्स टू अबाउट हंड्रेड एंड नाइन्टी टू राउंडस अ डे एंड बिकॉज ही चांटेड द होली नेम वी आर चांटिंग वी आर स्ट्रगलिंग टू चांट सिक्सटीन राउंड डे इज चांटिंग हंड्रेड एंड नाइन्टी टू राउंड्स अ डे ट्वेल्व टाइम्स सिक्सटीन ट्वेल्व टाइम्स सिक्सटीन राउंड डे एंड बिकॉज ही चांटेड द होली नेम ऑफ द लॉर्ड कॉन्स्टेंटली it is understood that in his previous life he must have passed through all the ritualistic methods of the vedas known as shabda brahma unless therefore one is purified one cannot take to the principles of krishna consciousness or become engaged in chanting the holy name of the lord hari krishna and how that purification happens because we are all fallen souls oh unless we are purified we cannot take to chanting the purification happens also through chanting because the devotees will chant and purify the devotees will explain about krishna and purify give prasadam and purify and so we get enough purification then we will chant we want to chant if we are if we are not wanting to chant that means we are not sufficiently purified or we are having some contaminations uh, but somehow or other if we take to krishna consciousness all that thing will go away now for 645 prayatnad yatama anastu yogi samshuddha kilbishah samshuddha kilbishah अनेक जन्म संसिद्धस ततोयाति परांगतिम नाउ एंड व्हेन द योगी एंगेजेस हिमसेल्फ विद सिंसियर एंडेवर इन मेकिंग फर्दर प्रोग्रेस बीइंग वॉश्ड ऑफ ऑल कंटामिनेशंस देन अल्टीमेटली अचीविंग परफेक्शन आफ्टर मेनी मेनी बर्ड्स ऑफ प्रैक्टिस ही अटेंस द सुप्रीम गोल नाउ इट इज नॉट वंस ट्वाइस टू टाइम्स थ्री बर्ड्स इट मे टेक मेनी मेनी बर्ड्स जड़ भरत आई मीन भरत महाराज वाज वेरी हाईली एडवांस्ड the whole world was under his control kingdom and then he gave up and then he fell down how much advanced he was before he fell down even then it was two birds deer and then again human and then only going down 
Now, we are nowhere close in Jad Bharat, I mean this Bharat Maharaj. So, how many lives we have to take? Now, therefore, intelligence means finish it in this life. Now, we will go through this purport and before we end the session, I want to show something else which Krishna did not say in the Bhagavad Gita, but he said in the Bhagavatam. Now, I, I, I hinted at that, I mean, I, I explained this in the previous two classes before this, I think. But let's go to this purport first. A person born in a particularly righteous, aristocratic uh, or sacred family becomes conscious of his favorable condition for executing yoga practice. With determination, therefore, he begins his unfinished task and thus he completely cleanses himself of all material contaminations. When he is finally free from all contaminations, he attains the supreme perfection Krishna Consciousness. Krishna Consciousness is the perfect stage of being free of all contaminations. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 7.28. Yesham tvantakatam papam jananam punyakarmanam te dvandvamoha nirmukta bhajante maam dridhavrataha After many, many births of executing pious activities, when one is completely freed from all contaminations and from all illusory dualities, one becomes engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. So this is the end of the 45th verse. Now, so, yes, even if a person falls down during this path, he will be picked up and within a few lifetimes, within many, many lifetimes actually it is said here, but many, many is better than never. <laughs> many lifetimes is better than never to be taken away from this material world, right? So in that way, it depends actually. How many? That depends on our surrender. It can happen in this one lifetime also. So I forgot. Where did I read it? So Prabhupada mentions that if Krishna is especially more favorable, now, this is all Krishna's favor until now we have read. But, if Krishna is even more favorable, then he will not wait for the person to give up this life and take birth in a good family and then continue. No, no, no. In this life he wants to finish. And for that, also Krishna has a plan. 10.88.8 Srimad Bhagavatam Shri Bhagavan Vacha This Krishna is speaking to Yudhishthir Maharaj. Yasyaham anugrahanami Yasyaham anugrahanami harishye tadhanam shanaihi tato adhanam tyajantyasya svajana dukha dukhitam I have another way than the one mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita. An even faster way. What is that? The personality of God had said. If I especially favor someone I gradually deprive him of his wealth. In the uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, he says he goes to heavenly planets and comes back in the house of a wealthy merchant or you know righteous family. But here he's saying, if I especially favor someone, I gradually deprive him of his wealth. Then the relatives and friends of such a poverty-stricken man abandon him. In this way, he suffers one distress after another. This this happens because. If a person is interested in Krishna, but he is also interested in like material comfort and material life, then Krishna sees what a fool he is. Instead of just surrendering to me and ending all his miseries, he wants to continue his material life by being attached to matter. Okay, I will remove that attachment. How he removes? 
he makes it horrible for the person the same material attachment he was hoping for that's happiness from there he will be frustrated so krishna first of all takes away his wealth i would deprive him of his wealth something will happen wealth will be gone then what happens relatives and friends of such a poverty stricken man abandon him oh he is a useless fellow when money means oh he is greatest everybody will be around him when no money nobody cares abandon him in this way he suffers one distress after another i will put him through if i especially favor someone do we want this kind of favor whether we want it or not if krishna deems that this is what he needs then he will do it hmm. then you can go and read the purport of course it's not by prabhupad purport but acharya's commentaries are also mentioned gopal tapani upanishad is mentioned um, you can go and read that so next verse he says continues in three verses he summarizes everything so that was the first verse now second verse 10889 sayadavithato vitatho udyogo nirvinnah syad dhanehaya matparaih kritamaitrasya karishye madanugraham now when he becomes frustrated in his attempts to make money and instead instead befriends my devotees i bestow my special mercy upon him so instead of his taking many many births i want to finish it in this life so never mind he goes through little bit suffering it is worth it when he realizes the ultimate aim when i mean when he realizes that he re- he is reaching me and when he realizes the good that i am doing for him ah, then he will realize never mind he goes through a little bit suffering now so sometimes krishna puts the devotees in such situations if he is attached hmm. so when he becomes frustrated in his in his attempts to make money and instead befriends my devotee i bestow my special mercy upon him so in association of devotees he gains positive scientific knowledge about krishna a person next verse tad brahma paramam sukshmam chinmatram sadanantakam vigyayatmata yadhira samsarat parimuchyate a person who has thus become sober fully realizes the absolute as the highest truth the most subtle and perfect manifestation of spirit the transcendental existence without end in this way realizing that the supreme truth is the foundation of his own existence he is freed from the cycle of material life in one lifetime in one lifetime everything is done finish so this is exceptional mercy of the lord and of course there is even more mercy where of course the devotee doesn't want anything um, this is his mercy when the devotee still wants something when the devotee doesn't want anything he will give him every single facility even in this material world so that he will the devotee will use all that facility to broadcast the message of krishna and millions of others can uh, benefit from such a mission of lord krishna which the devotee furthers by his wealth and opulence and efforts so in this way there is program <coughs> for different stages of but we are today's subject is about yoga bhrashta those who have fallen so these are the methods by which krishna purifies so i like to stop here any questions or comments on this topic we will discuss
this is the artificial intelligence of nature this is the link 26 august 2018 yeah this is the one thank you very much dhira prabhu so you can go and read that article we have written on this this very thing how nature is is not intelligent on its own is invested intelligence of krishna priyanka sharma is asking hari krishna prabhu ji is during the the pain is same as during death if yes then how because during death the soul is leaving the body that's why it hurts but how during born sorry if it is a stupid question no it is not a stupid question the pain is the same as death well is actually very 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 painful for 9 months we are packed up in the in the womb death happens like that of course some people they go through disease for long time and then die um but it happens in a moment birth for 9 months one is completely packed up in fact it is said that if an, if a grown up man is put into that condition crouching and completely you know and then in such he would not even last 9 seconds in such a condition that is how and if you see there is a nice chapter um under 3 chapter 31 that whole chapter is about the description most of the chapter is about the description of the development of the child within the womb of the mother um to go through that will take time but if somebody can post the link i will um, you know you know he i will sh- share the link you can go and read all the verses you know 3 canto 3 chapter 31 so that is you know <clears throat> the whole life of the how painful it is you will see so is it the same well it is very very painful very very painful all our all our painful birth death old age disease birth is especially painful actually Priyanka Sharma Mathis is saying 22 million in FB live. Yeah, that's actually very small still. 22 million out of 7 billion, that is like not even 1%, I think. Yeah. Only when it's 780 million, right? No, 78 million. When it's 78 million, then it's 1% of the population. 22 million is like 0.5, not even. 0.25, maybe a little bit more. 0.3%. of the world's population is just 22 million nothing nothing comparable so that's how <laughs> but you see only how many people are 20 people are here hari krishna extremely rare manushya naam sahasreshu kashya jatati siddhi yeah um himanshu saying that means you are very intelligent cause you red bhagavad gita immediately you join temple hari well that actually takes pushing hmm. inclination was there but you also inclined you will also join um pushing was also needed uh, sundogopal prabhu actually pushed me to join i was actually not thinking of it the idea did not even come that i can join sundogopal prabhu pushed me then we took it uh, took it up then thankfully we took it up and hopefully i'll never give it up dhira prabhu 
Vedanamaniya Baudha Vaita Nastik. This is the verse. If we don't believe in Vedas, then we are Nastik. So Dhiraj Prabhu is asking, Dhiraj asks, Akashat Patitam Toyam Yathagachati Sagaram Sarva, de, sarva Deva Namaskaraha Keshavam Pratigachati All as all rains falling from the sky reach the ocean, so also the prayers of all gods ultimately get to the Lord Keshava. How to understand this? Yes, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, yes, they are actually actually meant for me, but avidhi purvakam, not in the correct way. And eventually, uh, because he is at least in the Vedic path, he will get purified. So even if you have, if I want to worship Indra, for example, say. To, do, to satisfy Indra, I have to give him the share of his sacrifice. That means I have to offer the um, sacrifice to Vishnu and then the share of the sacrifice, the prasadam of the sacrifice has to be given to Indra. That is how Indra Puja is done or any demigod Puja. So Vishnu worship is always there in the any worship of any demigod. So because of that, at least one is doing something for Vishnu. So that slowly, slowly purify the person and eventually it comes to after many millions of years of purification, he will come to the point of surrender to Krishna. So, Keshavam Pratigachati. So, some water can fall directly. Waterfall. Some water can go through meandering through, you know, hills and valleys and this and that and this and then finally reach the ocean. Some water from the rain directly into the ocean. Some water in the mountain somewhere. Some water in the, just nearby you know, in, in the river and then immediately come to the ocean. So, rains, depending on where it falls, so that long it will take to come to the ocean. So, ultimately, Mama Vartmanu Vartante Manusha Partha Sarvashaha. See, when, as one surrenders to Krishna, he rewards accordingly, right? And then he says, everybody is actually following my path only. See, as all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Pritha. You see? Everybody is following his, his path. Um, but that path means coming to him, like Prabhupada said, uh, who is that? Alexander the Great. He wanted to go to India instead of coming from the eastern side of you know, Great Britain or uh, he went to the western side he found America he thought that was India and that's why there are Indians there and the indigenous people there are called Red Indians because he, he thought they were Indians so anyway <coughs> but then if he would have gone further west he would have come to India yes but that will take a much longer way much more troublesome way and there is a direct route there is indirect routes yes the from point A to point B, there are infinite routes. Infinite. But the shortest route is the straight line. So, Akashat Patitam Toyam. The rain falling from the sky, the direct way to go to the ocean is fall on the ocean. <laughs> that is one way. But falling on the land and which part of the land and where, how far it is from the ocean and how, how long it will take to the ocean. So, depending on the process we take, 
దట్ లాంగ్ ఇట్ విల్ టేక్ బట్ అల్టిమేట్లీ ఇట్ విల్ గెట్ టు కృష్ణ మమవర్త్ మానవర్తం ఎవ్రీ వన్ ఫాలోస్ మై పాత్ అల్టిమేట్లీ దేవ్ టు కమ్ టు మీ దిస్ వే ఆర్ దట్ వే దిస్ వే దట్ వే ఎవ్రీబడి హెస్ బౌండ్ టు కమ్ టు మీ ఇట్స్ ఓన్లీ హౌ లాంగ్ అండ్ హౌ మచ్ మియాండరింగ్ వీ హెవ్ టు డూ so here the number is wrong shrimad bhagavatam 3.30 actually it's 3.31 chapter kapila's instruction on the movements of the living entities um here yeah, the number is wrong sorry so uh, but the link is correct link is correct so 3.33/31 so if you go to the link you can see all the in fact this link i would prefer you know what link i will write it down there is a better link which you can just see all the translations instead of all the purports and everything you can just i'll just put it here so this is the link oh this is horrible okay here it is painful life in the womb of the mother this is the link prabhupada.io/books/sb/3/31 so if you go to this link you will just find the verse number and the translation verse number trans only the translation so that you can just skim through the explanation then you want to dive deeper into each of those purports you can always go through so so i would actually prefer this link if i want a overview of the of the entire the you know explanation there all right so next any other question okay there are okay he says one may conclude from this verse that it doesn't matter any god you worship ultimately you reach to krishna so we already explained this we have to understand it from a pure devotee so from because from we have learned from shri prabhupada therefore we understand actually what it means but i would like to know the exact verse number from which scripture it is this akashat patitam toyam verse so just for my reference just for my understanding because i have not seen this but i think you did ask me this once maybe in one other live stream i have seen that uh verse in that way but i would like to know the source of it mm, that will be interesting helpful in 7 subala prabhu is asking in 722 can we relate to iskon the followers are thinking they are getting strength from their gurus but it's actually prabhupad only hmm well in, in one way because actually they're not getting s- uh, enough strength that's why actually iskon is actually crumbling it came to a point where now they introduce women gurus and now it's actually falling it's it's too huge split it's like a glacier waiting to be sli- split all the time but now it has split it has officially split and they're having a big uh, fighting in fighting now um, you know so but any advancement 
made is only because prabhupada's books are there and you know some of his principles are being followed but because there is a huge offense of disobeying prabhupada the movement as a whole the devotees individually uh, they don't make sufficient advancement they cannot they will always remain confused on the principle of the guru the guru is the first thing ado guruvashrayam but they don't have this idea of guru tattva very solidly in their minds in their hearts they think guru can fall down guru is just a you know just a small guide you know not like this guru is absolute sakshat haritvena samasta shastra um so when the guru understanding is not so proper so that means you know pure devotee and all these thing how 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 can the understanding be proper solid whatever they make a little bit you know whatever advancement is only because of this but they are stunting their own advancement because of the offense priyanka sharma prabhu ji is in a, is every soul in heaven is a demigod also what is the definition of demigod is it the sons of aditi aditya is the demigods but there are many other demigods sub demigods um, not so important demigods so it's like this in sun planet there are trillions of living entities not all are demigods in the sense that they go to the planet of the demigods but the chief of that planet is that demigod of that planet the others other inhabitants of the sun they are inhabitants of the sun they are just um, people there hmm. so they don't hold any posts for as such but they are inhabitants there but the leaders of those planets uh, they are the ones who are the ones who are worshiped as demigods but generally it is also considered you know devata life you know demigod life but they don't hold responsible positions <clears throat> as much as the leaders do but they are very highly situated in that sense like we can understand those demigods have you know they are they lead those planets right like if you go to above swargaloka janaloka mahaloka tapoloka satyaloka we don't have much information on who uh, presides over those planets hmm. they are higher planets uh, they are higher than the demigods planets who are in the swargaloka realm but these janaloka mahaloka tapoloka satyaloka they are way higher than the demigods they are all great sages and different levels of spiritual advancement there are in so that is very high you know of course there are saptarishis who are way higher than the demigods and uh, they are in those lokas in the upper lokas hmm. but everyone is a sage there and all of them are higher than the demigods on swargaloka so there is gradation so much oh udita goswami she is the actress <laughs> yeah hima himanshu <laughs> saying one tv anchor arnab goswami <laughs> i think he is the person with the least sense control he cannot even allow anybody to talk he will just shout and shout and shout and it will be a big cacophony and everybody will be shouting and shouting and just big blur of sound It's like noise you can't learn anything nobody has any mute on the mic and nothing it's a hilarious as arnab goswami he, he should be actually controlling his senses and you know preaching krishna consciousness what is doing you know? what about prabhupad's children who did not take krishna consciousness seriously what is their position 
So of course, Shri Prabhupada mentioned that just by, in fact, in the Bhagavatam also it is mentioned, just by being in the family of a pure devotee, they get purified. Pure devotee's presence is so high that even if their family members don't become Krishna conscious, they'll become purified. Um, that means at least next life or something, they will get huge opportunities of advancement. Now, that is explained in this verse. Two verses, uh, 7, 9, 10. We will see. So, Prahlad Maharaj says this. Viprad Vishad Guna Yutadaravindanabha Padaravinda Vimukhar Shwapacham Varishtam Manye Tadar Pitamano Vachane Hitartha Pranam Punati Sakulam Natubhuri Manaha Something in red color. Dvishad Guna Yutad qualified with twelve Brahmanical qualities. If a Brahmana has all 12 of the Brahmanical qualifications as they are stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, but is not a devotee and is averse to the lotus feet of the Lord, he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater. Of course, it means he come, came from a dog eater family. Not that he is eating dog and he is devotee. Hare Krishna. He is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater but who has dedicated everything, mind, words, activities, wealth and life to the Supreme Lord. Such a devotee is better than such a Brahmana because the devotee can purify his whole family whereas the so-called Brahmana in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself. And what is this 12 Brahmanical qualities? They are mentioned here, Sanat Sujata. Jnanam cha satyam cha damashrutam cha hyamatsariyam haristitikshana suya yajnascha dhanam cha dhritihishamascha mahavrata dvadasha brahmanasya so, Mahavrata Dvadasha Brahmanasya. Uh, these twelve Brahmana qualities are Jnanam, Satyam, Dhamma, Shrutam, Amatsaryam, Hrihi, Titiksha, Anasuya, Yajna, Dhanam, Dhritihi, Samah, uh, What are they? <coughs> Jnanam, Knowledge, Satyam, Truthfulness, Dhamma, Sense Control, Shrutam, um, What is that? Um, reading of the Vedas, That's a Vedic study. Amatsaryam, non-envious. Hri, modest, shy. Titiksha, tolerant. Anasuya, uh, not jealous. Yajna, always doing sacrifice. And the highest sacrifice is chanting the holy name, Sankirtan Yajna. Um, Yajnanam, Japa Yajnosmi. Dhanam, charitable. Dhritihi, fortitude, that means uh, sobriety, being very sober. Shamaha. Uh, Dhritih means not excited in so-called material happiness and not lamenting in the, in the face of material distress. Dhriti, forti- I mean, fortitude is the word for Dhriti. Um, and Shamaha, sense, uh, sense control and mind control even. Sorry, mind control. Control of the mind. So, these are Mahavrata Dvadasha Brahmanasya. So, this is Sanat Sujata of this twelve Brahman. So, anyway, point is, he can purify his whole family. Now that is even further stated by Lord Narasimhadev. Shri Bhagavan Vacha. Trisaptabhe pitaputa pitrabhi sahatenaga yat sadhosa kulejato bhavan vaikulapavanaha. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, 
my dear prahlad oh most pure oh great saintly person your father has been purified along with 21 gener- 21 forefathers in your family because you were born in this family the entire dynasty has been purified so um a devotee's presence in a family you know if there is a powerful fragrance you know it it it, um, it permeates everywhere so similarly so the fragrance of the presence of a pure devotee in a family and purifies the entire family malayasya vachandanam so like krishna the whole yadava kula why it is famous because krishna born there there are so many kulas so many dynasties have you know in china there is ming dynasty there is tang dynasty there is chan dynasty there is chin dynasty so many dynasties everywhere in india china everywhere but yadava kula yadava dynasty is very very known well known why krishna was born malayasya chandanam sandalwood can be grown anywhere but because it was especially abundant in malaya hills in malaysia actually before so it was called malayasya chandanam malaysia's sandalwood so because of the fragrance of sandalwood malaysia got its fame you know so similarly because of the fragrance of a pure devotee in a family the whole family becomes fragrant with that uh, piety <coughs> so that's why it is offensive to comment so much uh, comment on the family members of a spiritual master although the wife of uh, shri prabhupad was not cooperative the son i mean the children were not very, very cooperative but they are on a different league just like we cannot comment too much on the dhamvasis on the on the on the um, residents of the holy place similarly we cannot comment on the uh, members of the spiritual master even if they are not we cannot they are not under the same jurisdiction as the rest of the people they are not because of shri prabhupada because of the pure devotee in that dynasty chaitanya mahaprabhu said even the dog in the sarvabhoom bhattacharya's house is very dear to me what to speak of his son of our son in law dog of sarvabhoom bhattacharya is very dear to me so if anybody Uh, does something to dog chaitanya mahaprabhu will get angry why because it's sarvabhamata charya's dog right that that verse is there hmm 15.284 sarvabhama <coughs> sarvabhama grihe dasa dasi je kukur sheho mora priya anya jana rahu dur everyone in sarvabhama bhattacharya's house is very dear to me including his maids and servants and even his dog not to speak of his relatives that is how that's why ye me what is that hmm 9463 bhaktair bhakta jana priya श्री भगवान उवाच अहम भक्त पराधीनो हि अस्वतंत्र इवद्विज साधुभिर्ग्रस्त हृदय भक्तैर्भक्तजन प्रिय अहम भक्त पराधीनो आई एम कंप्लीटली अंडर द कंट्रोल ऑफ माय डिवोटीज इन दैट इंडीड आई एम नॉट एट ऑल इंडिपेंडेंट बिकॉज़ माय डिवोटीज आर कंप्लीटली डिवॉइड ऑफ मटेरियल डिजायर्स आई सिट ओनली विद इन द कॉज ऑफ देयर हार्ट्स व्हाट टू स्पीक ऑफ माय डिवोटी इवन दोस हु आर डिवोटीज ऑफ माय डिवोटी आर वेरी डियर टू मी सो देयर ऑन डिफरेंट लीग their purification is assured our purification is <laughs> doubtful so we have to we have to hold on to the um, spiritual dynasty of shri prabhupada so to be in the spiritual dynasty of shri prabhupada we have to follow his instructions hmm. that is his dynasty spiritual dynasty
then dhiradas okay it is uh, that akashat patitam toyam verse the exact reference is not known but it is one of the subhashitas aphorisms some likewise similar verses are there in vaishnava puran so anyway we have given the yeah, this is the correct title 3.31 not 30 okay so i think there are more questions krishna has another name satyanarayan yes and in telugu they do some satyanarayan vratam that is something bogus they want material benedictions they were they worship narayan for material benediction even tirupati why is so famous they go for material benedictions they go there and put something undi and they want the world <laughs> they want they will give kacham you know the broken piece of glass and they want a big diamond that is tirupati program so the th- krishna will give krishna will give in different ways so <laughs> one day they will get purified so satyanarayan vratam is wrong satyavratam krishna's was that we have to follow that is real satyanarayan vrata satyanarayan vrata means become satya to narayan first become truthfully avowed to narayan chant his name always that is not there some satyanarayan vratam they will do for material benedictions andhra i came from that background also i saw my relatives do it satyanarayan vratam satyanarayan vratam satyanarayan vratam means take up to the name na the name of satyanarayan in in what is that sikh religion also satnam vaheguru you know this is satnam what is a satnam in krishna's name the name of the absolute truth krishna ram naam satya hai north india they say so satya satyavratam satyanarayan means uh, he is always satya is not the narayan means always now no asatya narayan no narayan is also always satya hmm. vijay sharma prabhu is asking hari krishna since it is very rare to find a devotee of the lord then will there ever be a time for the whole world to become krishna conscious or even a fraction of it say 5% will all the preaching efforts of the devotees even ever make the world full of lots of devotees Prabhupada said Krishna can give you this world in 18 days are you ready It's like the Pandavas from zero from not even a single Duryodhan said not even, I will not give them the land on which to pierce a needle So from that position to the whole world in 18 days But are we prepared to fight like the Pandavas did Are we prepared to surrender as the Pandavas did So if we are then he can give then, Of course your question is if they are rare then how can they be abundantly available like how can the whole world become krishna conscious Well that is the desire of the devotee and that is actually the desire of krishna also Actually krishna wants that everybody become devotee So he said it is rare because it is unfortunate that many people do not want it But if the devotee wants it then there is no stopping krishna will change krishna can bring so many devotees hmm. so that can happen so if the devotees go all out uh, preach then yes 
they'll get purified no matter what touchstone okay mm-hmm. like touchstone especially acharyas like shilprabhupad narad muni the touchstone wherever they touch the person becomes devotee wherever they touch they become devotee so we have to touch everybody with the touchstones of prabhupad's books they are chintamanis each of the book of prabhupad is chintamani each of the page of the book of prabhupad is chintamani prabhupad said even if they like read two lines their life may change even a single line the, if they read the life may change prabhupad said in fact prabhupad said even by touching my book they are getting piety piety how purification you know how come what kind of level of purification to touch in contact with the pure devotee so again karmanyeva adhikaraste maaphaleshu kadachana a devotee always want to see the whole world become purified and go back going back to godhead whether it will happen or not we do not know but we have to work like it is going to happen <laughs> we have to put on a full effort oh anyways uh, once in million no one in million okay okay now there are already few devotees there are one in billion okay fine good the percentage matched we will sit down and sleep no <laughs> devotees they will act like the whole world is going to go become full time devotee whether it's going to happen or not krishna's business but we will try our level best and if devotees want of course the pure devotee wants it and chaitanya mahaprabhu already said it prithvite achu jata nagaradi gram sarvatra prachar hoibe mor naam in fact this whole kaliyuga become a satyayuga what is that verse kalauk kritayuge tasya kalauk kritayugam tasya kalistasya kritayuge yasya chetasi govindo um, what is that hridaye yasya nachutah this is stated let me take out that verse Hmm. This is from the Vishnu Dharmottar Puran. Stated. Kalaukritayugamdasya kalistasya kritayugayasya chetasya govindo hridayayasya nachutaha. For one who has Lord Govinda in his heart, Satya Yuga becomes manifest in the midst of Kali. And conversely, even Satya Yuga becomes Kali Yuga for one who does not have the infallible Lord in his heart. So, we have to just plan, implant or transplant the seed of bhakti in everyone's heart. that is that has to happen through the sankirtan yagna and today unfortunately we have received a news that in uh, in china they have passed a very very heavy law that in no format whether in uh, online offline there is that uh, recording or audio or video worship or in in any format either worship or you know sermons or even burning of incense or nothing has to be shown and they said that this is to protect the religious faiths of people and not um, you know um, so what is that um, um, let other people influence them by so called preaching and all this. let them have their faith but actually what is we know so kaliyuga is going heavier and heavier last 2 3 years we have seen uh, that's just the beginning i mean it's nothing compared to what is going to come so by this sankirtan movement it can happen they may try their level best but devotees also will try their level best 
so we have to work like it is going to happen whether it is going to happen or not that is the meaning of trying our best efforts but whether it happens or not krishnas we will try as if it is going to happen and anyway chaitanya mahaprabhu predicted that is going to go to every town and village so there are so many towns and villages with no chanting nothing everywhere it should go next himan shutan 888 krishna is so kind yeah he's very very kind can you present the singapore fast chart what is that what fast chart fasting is a calendar i don't know why this is nothing to do with the lecture um sivananda i call i recall akashat patitam toyam sagaram pratigachati is from the sandhya vandanam shlokas oh i was doing sandhya vandanam i don't remember any of those shlokas <laughs> it is from the sandhya vandanam shlokas that is interesting i would like to actually see that because i was doing sandhya vandana when i was a 10 year old 11 year old but i don't remember any of those mantras akashat patitam toyam sagaram pratigachade all that hmm. interesting but you see although we were chan- although i was chanting nothing no realization huh? it's just a meaningless ritual Sairam Shankar Srinivasan is a devotee of Prabhupada who is a guru now but did not but did some mistakes will he and his disciples saved by Prabhupada no are if he is disobeying Prabhupada what what is that he is suppo- not supposed to become a guru who said he, is, he can become guru shri prabhupada did not allow him to become guru nobody to become guru he put it in writing that's why we should read our uh, IA 77 our um, you know um video rhythmic video that sundagopal prabhu answered so many questions and we have also done <coughs> an extensive five part series videos on this rhythmic system so prabhupad we have explained in, in detail so prabhupad we have given ample evidence uh, that prabhupad did not ask any one of his disciples to become guru so if you are asking there is a is a devotee of prabhupada who is a guru now but did some mistakes will he and his disciples be saved by prabhupada well the position that he is holding as a diksha guru is itself a mistake hmm. so when we continue our offense then there is no way i mean we will okay this is what happens indra offended his guru brihaspati and then this is what happens the people who offend guru and guide others also in such path tesham kupatha deshta when indra realized that he did this mistake of offending his guru then he said these verses and here he explains 6714 shrimad bhagavatam tesham kupatha deshtrinam patatam tamasihyatah ye shraddadhur ye shraddadhur vachastevai madhyantyashmaplava iva leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction as described in the previous verse are in effect 
boarding a stone boat and so to are those who blindly follow them a stone boat would un- would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them not me saying i mean this verse is saying now the previous as mentioned in the previous verse what is the previous yah parameshtham dhishanam adhishthit adhi adhitishthan nakanchana pratyutishthed iti bruyur dharmam tena param viduhu if a person says one who is situated on the exalted throne of a king should not stand up to show respect to another king or a brahmana it is to be understood that he does not know the superior religious principles and indra did not get up from his seat when brahaspati came into the hall of in in amrava amravati so because of that and brahaspati is his spiritual master not just an ordinary brahmana or king also he is his spiritual master and he did not even show respect he disobeyed he offended his guru now here there is big offense going on not just one so he he did not get are for years the offense is continuing perpetuating continued offense so what will happen stone boat it looks like a boat but it's not a boat it's stone and the passengers also will sink so this is what is happening and that's why iskon is going down and down day by day day by day they're fighting like anything like cats and dogs inside outside it looks like they're doing some inside is crumbling people do not know and it's just a matter of time when they will be just disintegrated into fragments uh, complete fragments so the only way this can stand together it's just like gaudiyamatt exactly the same thing happened it disintegrated like anything shri prabhupada was the only one who stuck to the instruction sometimes people they say is kind of what is this oh you have left you are not following gbc you are following another some you have started another society iscm what is this you are not under the gbc if you are not under the gbc you are not under prabhupada they said are yes as long as the gbc is following prabhupada if the gbc itself left prabhupada what kind of prabhupada movement is that and that is what is happening right now and they are fighting like cats and dogs right now hmm. so there is the answer to that we have we it's not that we just criticize and you know, laugh and uh, laugh on the sidelines we have to learn how dangerous it is we have to observe and learn ourselves we should not make the same mistakes we should never give in to our pride our you know our um, innate material desires that we have waiting to sprout we have to crush them we have to burn them to the root so we're very careful we observe these things we should not make those same mistakes there all our rhythmic videos i don't know if this links to our um, the our five part series and all that then next question what is that shrimad bhagavatam which author we should read shri prabhupad shri prabhupad only because again different people interpret in their own way and bring out their own they don't even are they are not even faithful to the message of bhagavatam you have to hear from the pure devotee who doesn't change the message and that is what shri prabhupada has done so you get the shrimad bhagavatam we can produce we can provide a link for online version but i would prefer a, a physical copy because that way my attention is there and 
kinder to my eyes as well mm-hmm. or i read in the kindle format like that but i always prefer that it's in a physical format because kindle or you know online you can read but when it's in a book format anybody can pick up you're giving a chance to others also what is this what is this they can just browse through the pages and you know get them some enlightenment so it's always good to have these books in physical format also next himanshu prabhu ji we need more hindi lectures like this you you do because most of us most of people in india are like this <laughs> you know what should happen you should join up you should do the hindi lectures how many one person can do that's why we need expand we need uh, hundreds and millions of preachers so you join up then you do the classes in hindi we want a stable person in hindi so you join up and then you preach one person is preaching everything my hindi is not very fantastic as well honestly i'm i admitting i can speak but not so fluent um so if you are fluent in hindi you know you take up but of course you must become a proper disciple before you can properly preach so of course i think you are very sincere so you join up and you know you learn nicely and then you just repeat these messages whatever you have you are learning you repeat and explain and you will you'll be perfect in your preaching also so we need more preachers we need not that that with one class one wednesday every day there should be thousands of classes we should not we should not work in a way where we just going to survive in this world our movement should survive somehow we should conquer we should conquer the world and our conquest is not exploitative conquest our conquest is to help we should conquer the world we should be in that spirit we should take over everything in the world and then help people to the maximum benefit so that's where we should aim at prithvi chaatu jata nagarad gram means that every town and village every nook and corner there should not be a single street which should be devoid of chanting hari krishna that's how it should spread and that's what we should work for it's not that oh let's survive will krishna provide or not if i join forget about it whether he provides or not let me go and broadcast as much as i have to surrender to the mission mission mode this is not survival mode recently i think uh, um, some devotees made a movie about prabhupada you know and it's very very excellent movie only one gripe i have about the movie. in the beginning there was a song the english song i am a survivor you know this <laughs> what i am a survivor no prabhupada was not a survivor he came to conquer mm, he came he came to america to conquer that's not a survivor I don't know why they put that. That's the only gripe I have. But the movie was very, very well done about Prabhupada, um, his mission and all that. So we have to be conqueror, not survivor in this world. We have to conquer. For sure, I will. I will join. Yes, that's it. We have one more commander in chief. <laughs> we have one more commander. Commander in chief is still Prabhupada. For sure, I will join Hare Krishna. You and Prahlad Prabhu are my Shiksha Guru. Hare Krishna. We have so many Shiksha Gurus here. Alright, I think that's 
Srimad Bhagavatam authored by Srila Prabhupada. This, this is the book link. If you want to read online, sorry, here. This is the link. So you have to, it's a very simple link. So you can read from there. Alright, I think I will stop it here. Hey, what is this? Some more. <laughs> okay. Shilpi Singh, Prabhuji Aragishna Dandavat Pranam, I am asking an out of the lecture question, but it is a little important and for at this point of time, I got my astrological charts made and according to that I have some problems in house of marriage. The remedy suggested is to have Kalash Puja and get married to Lord Vishnu. It is I think a kind of Karmakanda. I don't know if practices like these are okay. <coughs> you know, Prabhupada said, this Rahu Ketu, you know, one devotee came to Prabhupada and said, Prabhupada, I have, uh, uh, it seems I have a problem with you know, Rahu influence. And all. Prabhupada said, Krishna can <coughs> kick millions of Rahus with his uh, toe, smallest toe, small toe. He can kick millions of Rahus. You just take surrender, just surrender to Krishna. That's it. Married to Krishna means what? Not marriage ceremony is marriage. Marriage means actually we are. See, I'll show you one verse. Marry means marriage is not the ceremony, no. Marriage is the relationship. And actually, this Vedic literature is nothing but Sambandha, Abhideya, Prayojana. In marriage, there is Sambandha. That means there is matchmaking, girl and boy, they come together. Then there is uh, marriage. And then Abhideya. Then there is, you know, intercourse and everything. And Prayojana is a Putra. Put, uh, pitra, putra, Pinda, Prayojana. So, ultimately the Prayojana is Pinda. Uh, if this father dies and then the Putra will deliver the father by offering pinda putra pinda prayojanam so in this way there is system right so in the in the why now what we are doing here krishna consciousness this is marrying ourselves to krishna sambandha we are getting sambandha gyan from shri prabhupada we are we are understanding oh i am a soul i am not this body i am part and parcel of krishna i am his servant um, so this is how our sambandha is established then abhidheya we actually engage in the loving activities, just like a woman, she serves lovingly, she cooks for the husband, she takes care of the husband and everything. So marriage means all of that. It's not just that ceremony where swaha, swaha and the marriage is finished. No. That is the start of the marriage only. <laughs> That's a ceremony. But marriage means the whole relationship. Until, as they say in the Christian, until death do we part. You know. So, we, you know, until death there should not be no parting or sannyas in our case. But, um, so these things are there. So this, if if somebody has said the astrologer said you know you to get married to Vishnu, take to Krishna consciousness. Everything will be gone. You will be automatically that is marriage to Vishnu. Now here we let's see pati means husband right? Let's look at this pati verse. Pati vrata. This is ultimate pratu, pati vrata. Shriya patir yajna patir praja patir dhiyam patir loka patir dhara patihi. Patir Gatis Chandhaka Vrishnisatvatam Prasidatam Me Bhagavan Satam Patihim Patihim. This is the Lord. It is addressed as Pati. May Lord Sri Krishna, who is the worshipable Lord of all devotees, 
the protector and glory of all the kings like Andhaka and Vrishni of the Yadu dynasty, the husband of all goddesses of fortune, the director of all sacrifices and therefore the leader of all living entities, the controller of all intelligence, the proprietor of all planets, spiritual and material, and the supreme incarnation on the earth, the supreme all in all, be merciful upon me. So, Sukadeva Goswami is addressing the Lord as Pati in so many ways. And if you see the Katyayani Vrata, they are praying like this, the gopis. Katyayani Mahamaye Mahayogin Yadhishwari Nanda Gopasutam Devi Patim Mekurute Namaha Iti Mantram Japantyastaha Poojam Chakruhu Kumarikaha each of the young unmarried girls, gopis, performed her worship while chanting the following mantra. This is how they did Katyayani is Durga. O Goddess Katyayani, O great potency of the Lord, O possessor of great mystic power and mighty controller of all, please make the son of Nanda Maharaj my husband. I offer my obeisances unto you. This is their prayer. So in this way, demigod worship is okay. If you pray to Krishna, if you pray for Krishna. But anyway, since we will get diverge, uh, diverted, so Krishna worship. So, anyway, the point is this. Patimme kurute namaha. Let him become my husband. So, we are basically female anyway. Prakriti. We are para prakriti. And Krishna is the original male. Adipurusham. Govindam Adipurusham. We are thinking we are purusha. We are actually not purusha. We are prakriti. We are female. So, we belong to the Lord. Hmm. So, somebody who told you, astrologer who told you, is it correct? <laughs> but the procedure may be wrong. Procedure we know how to do. Uh, you become a dedicated devotee, Krishna will take care of all these things. No matter what happens, everything is for our good. No need to worry about our life, what will happen, this happen. Krishna, you know what to do with my life. Let me become your servant, that's it. Whatever happens. Like Kunti Devi. Let me tell you. She was a great devotee, right? Krishna's auntie. Krishna's aunt. I mean, how close is that to Krishna? But did she worry? First of all, she had a... She was an unwed mother. Unwed mother. And then she got married to Pandu. And then she could not have intercourse with him because he had a curse. And then he, she lost him in the prime of the youth. And the children were all young. Her co-wife Madri also died with the husband and she had to take care of five sons and then they were put into forest life, they were put into all kinds of dangers. Was her family life very successful? No, you may say. But was she successful? Yes. In the material world they say, oh hell yes. But we say, oh why couldn't I yes. Yes. So, <laughs> she was successful. So, it doesn't matter what our family life is. In fact, finally, Kunti Devi says, uh, you know what is that? Uh, 1841. Um, I forget that. Atha Vishvesha Vishvatman Vishvamurte Svakeshume Sneha Pasham Imam Chindi Dridham Pandu Shubrishnishu O Lord of the Universe, O Soul of the Universe, O Personality of the Form of the Universe, please therefore sever my tie of affection for my kinsmen, the Pandavas and the Krishnas. 
so ultimately she did not want this affection anymore she just wanted to go that's why next verse she says you see tvai me nanya vishaya matir madhupate sakrit ratim udvah udvahata daddha gange vaugham mudanvati o lord of madhur as the ganges forever flows to the sea without hindrance let my attraction be constantly drawn unto you without being diverted to anyone else so if you see marriage wise you may say oh she is a great devotee but you see her marriage husband died she unwed mother isn't that you know struggle so so much with the kids and you know the, the five sons and you know so much trouble but what what kunti devi said विपद सन्तुताशस्वत्र जगद्गुरो दर्शन यदर्शन ई विश कुंती विश इज दिस्फ्टर गोइंग थ्रू ऑल दैट ई विश दट ऑल दोज कैलामिटीज वुड हैपन अगेन एंड अगेन सो दैट वी कुड सी यू अगेन एंड अगेन कृष्ण फॉर सीइंग यू मीन्स दट वी विल नो लॉन्ग सी रिपीटेड बर्थ्स एंड डेथ्स आई डोंट माइंड ऑल दीज थिंग्स इफ कृष्ण What is the meaning of Ashlishava Padratam Pinastumam Mad Adarshanan Marmahatam Karotuva Yatha Tatha Ya Vidadha Tulampato Mat Prana Nathas Tusayeva Naparaha What is the meaning? What is the verse number? Antya twenty dot I think sixty one. No. Ah, sixty two. Okay, let's search the verse. Ah, Slisha. You see, Ah Slisha va padaratam. Okay, let me go to the actual. You know, embrace. Ah Slisha means embrace. Mm-hmm. Ah, twenty dot forty seven. See, Ashlisha, embracing with great pleasure. Whether Krishna embraces me with great pleasure, wa, padratam. Whether he emb- embraces this fallen servant, I mean the servant who has fallen at his lotus feet, or pinastumam, let him trample. Let him trample. Let, that means let him punish me with Rahu Ketu, millions of them. Let my astrology go to hell. My astrological chart go to hell. Huh? So my so, so what? Ma madarshanat by ma not being visible. मर्महतम मेक मी ब्रोकन हार्टेड करोतु वा लेट हिम मेक यथा तथा विदधा दिस इज इंपॉर्टेंट वॉट एवर यू डू लेट हिम लेट हिम डू वॉट एवर यू वॉन्ट्स डू लेट हिम डू लंपट रिबॉची यू मिक्सेस विद अदर वुमेन बिकॉज कृष्णा इज परमात्मा ऑफ एवरी वन ही कैन मिक्स विद एनी वन राइट ही हैज रिलेशनशिप विद एवरी वन नॉट जस्ट विद वन वुमेन बट सो इन इज ट्रांसेंडेंटल डिबॉची So mat prana nathas tu saevana aparaha. Not anyone else. Let Krishna tightly embrace this maid servant who has fallen at his feet, or let him trample me or break my heart by never being visible to me. He is a debauchee after all, and he can do whatever he likes. But still, he alone and no one else is the worshipable Lord of my heart. So, and there's a nice verse from Kulshekar. नास्थाधर्मे नवसुनिचये नैव कामोपभोगे यद्भाव्यं तद्भवतु भगवन् पूर्वकर्मानुरूपं एतत् प्रार्थ्यं मम बहुमतं 
जन्म जन्मंतरेपीत्दंबोरुहयुगता निश्चला भक्तिरस्तु Even if my astrology is so bad that janma janma I have to take in this world, never mind. I ask for this. Oh my Lord, I have no attachment for religiosity, or for accumulating wealth, dharma artha, or for enjoying sense gratification, kama, dharma artha kama. Never mind. Let these come as they inevitably must in accordance with my past deed. Yad bhavyam tad bhavatu bhagavan purva karma anurupam. Whatever may has to happen according to my previous whatever. let it happen i am not praying to you to change all any of that but i do pray for this most cherished boon birth after birth even if my sinful reactions are so bad that i have to take many millions of births never mind if that is your wish never mind let me render unflinching devotional service unto your two lotus feet let me be focused on that that is all i can do other things have no control anyway krishna whatever you want surrender means what krishna you must listen to me eh? now i am chanting your name you can listen right ah you must listen to me <laughs> no contracts all on his terms terms and conditions his term no not a single term from our condition no condition from ours unconditional devotion then yes so don't worry about all these things just chant hari krishna Chant Hare Krishna and be happy. Prabhupada said simple formula: Chant Hare Krishna, be happy. That's it. So you don't need to do do all these um, stupid ceremonies, which doesn't even have any meaning anyway. Okay, so I hope that answers the question, and I think we'll stop it here. Let me know if that has answered the question. Uh, or if anything else is there otherwise we will end it here bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhupada ki jai ananta gori vaishnavrind ki jai nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna i'll just give few seconds more if she has anything i hope not Okay, looks like I am hoping <laughs> there's nothing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It is sorted. <laughs> Everything will be sorted with Krishna. All right. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.